Blog Talk Radio. <sighs> Finally, we'll have it all working. Your favorite Blog Talk Radio show. Comments expressed on the JQ Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Uh, good morning, Val Sing Young. Good morning, Willie Den. Good morning, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Mushroom Fred. Good morning, Gary Finney. Good morning, Adrian Lord. Good morning, everybody. Get ready for a rough ride on the King Network with the one and only Jay King. Have a great day. Good morning, and get ready for the. Hey, you you can't do that while I'm talking, okay? You got all that shit plugged up there. Unplug some of that shit. Maybe we can have a good show today. Have a great day, y'all. <laughs> good morning, Professor Keone. Uh, Johnny Beckman Overdrive. Oh, hey, good good morning, Jay King. This is your best friend, John. Today I want to be known as the White Pony. So everybody <laughs> have a good show. And you can good ride the I White Pony. Ask me anything. <laughs> so, so we got the White Pony and the Mushroom. <laughs> mm. So good morning to everyone. Yesterday was a bit it was a bit odd. Um, um, Professor Keone said the white phony, <laughs> the white phony. Good morning, Dale Bernie. Uh, so yesterday was a bit odd because Blog Talk uh, wasn't working, so we didn't have a phone. We didn't have a phone system, so people couldn't call in. Today we have our phone system back. It's back up and running. Um, Yesterday, I believe, was was it the first day or that we did um, Instagram? Was it yesterday the first day that, that we did? We did Instagram yesterday. We, we have Instagram today. We're going to start being on Instagram along with Facebook and, of course, the blog talk chat, uh, the phone line. Good morning, um, Rich Cordinas. Good morning, my brother. Good morning to everyone uh, and um, do you want to be the white pony or the or the white horse? Um, what would you what would well, you prefer? Well, both of you know in the song, both of those terms are used, so I can be both. Thank you. Okay, but you know, so let me tell you the difference. But you know, so I, I guess you are a white pony because if you are a white horse, it'd, it'd be a big one. That's right. You'd have to be. A, you'd have to be a big one. What, what I am not, yeah. I am not a Trojan horse. That's the only thing I'm not. I'm not a Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. We're gonna ride the white pony. Boom, 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 boom. So, so this morning I had um, a meeting with our with our record company. You know, the new Club Nouveau record that we're releasing comes out um, comes out um, 
and uh, you know, we were what day it was going to come out. I should say we were discussing what day or when it would be um, released. So the the Club Nouveau record is going to be released in January. So I probably won't be pan- I won't be planning a lot now. Um, I thought we would release a little earlier. You know, be you know, release in November, December. Just have it up on um, platforms on digital platforms. Good morning, Joni. Joni. Give us an update on Robert. Let us know what's going on with him. Uh, good morning, Chanel. How are you? Um, so it won't come out, but I am excited. Um, uh, I am excited that um, that it, that we we finally have. No, it won't come out for Christmas. It'll come out at the in January, the first of the year, because Christmas time gets caught up with Christmas music, and a lot of the curators and stuff go home for the holidays, you know, so um, collection, my spectrum, I don't know. Let me tell you something about spectrum. So I I get a notice that my spectrum account is overdue, right? So then I'm going to call these motherfuckers and say, um, you know, my account, they say my account is overdue, but how can my account be overdue when you guys take the money out automatically? And then somebody's going to say, hold, and then they're going to come back, and they're going to say, um, your account is not over, uh, it's not um, uh, past due, sir. Um, I, you know, just ignore. So I'll say, okay, you guys send me this shit all the time, and you say the same shit to me, and the next thing you're going to tell me is, you're going to take it out of the system. But the next motherfucking month, I'm going to get the same thing all over again. It is just ridiculous. Well, I, I, I should I should go past, I should go past due on their ass. Um, good morning, Nikki R. 32, good morning. Uh, I should, I should, I should come off an of automatic payment. Jay, what is That's what I should. What does that get you? What does Spectrum get you? Um, Spectrum um, is, uh, um, I think it's the house. Um, good morning, Tony Damone. I think my house and um, my mom's house, I pay the cable, whatever the cable thing is there. I think it's Spectrum. All I know is that I don't owe nothing. Um King, you look so alive nowadays. Could it be because you finally got rid of that fat, nasty, dark overcast that hovered over you for the last few years? I think so because Brother Reese Hopkins is looking old. <laughs> so you trying to say John Beckman made me? You trying to say John Beckman made me look old? John Beckman is still my friend. Me and John Beckman are friends, and even whether we uh, agree on stuff or not, we're still friends. Um, Shadow jumped over. Oh, okay. So, good morning, Steve Anderson. We came to an understanding yesterday after the show. So John Beckman felt like I um I shouldn't read his text messages. Um, and so I'm not going to. Good morning, because because it made it got his feelings hurt yesterday. His panties got a little bunched up, and I don't want that to happen because we are friends. Good morning, Dre Hines. We did come to an understanding. Uh, That's what friends are for. <laughs> through good times and bad times. 
Are you gonna sing the are you gonna sing the next portion of it? I forgot the words. Oh shit, I just started auto payment this month with Spectrum. Don't be telling me this. Now I gotta go back to the bank account on auto. No, um listen, don't worry about it. Your 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 service won't get cut off, uh, Valzine. It's just that you're gonna always get a notice from them. Um so so don't don't worry about it. Forevermore is a long time. Forevermore. You know what was what's interesting about this about what we do, you know, in life is that after you get a once you get a certain age, you start to realize, wow, I got a lot of shit that don't mean nothing. Um, over the next few months, I'm gonna get rid of a lot of shit that don't mean nothing. I, I just I got paper, I got clothes, I'm getting ready to get rid of clothes and you know, I, I, I used to I used to say, why does Dr. Cornell West always just wear black and white like that? You know, that's that's the only thing he wears. Now I know why. Shit. If he you know you know, if you start um if you only got five you know, I have so many clothes in so many different places, you know. I got clothes at the house in LA. I got clothes at the house here. I got clothes at the house in where um, my sister stayed, uh, the the family home that we all, that we own as a family. And um, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Why do I got all these goddamn clothes and all these goddamn shoes? But I'm not I'm, some shit I ain't even wore yet. Dre, I'm, I suffer from that too, Dre. But I have cars because of where I live because my dad. Um, you know, has one of my cars, and then King, you should get rid of John Beckman too while you're at it. <laughs> um, Steve Anderson said I called up and threatened to get them for harassment because every other day I was getting junk mail from Spectrum. I haven't had a piece of mail in almost two years now. So, um, is that my uncle Willie? Is that my uncle? Is that Willie Anderson? My uncle Willie Anderson. So my uncle Willie Anderson is my mom's brother. I think that hey Aunt, good morning, hey Akbar, good morning. I think that might be my uncle Willie. I can't, I can't see because it's, you know because I'm on a good morning Kim Star, but if that's my uncle Willie Anderson, good good morning, good morning Uncle Willie. The very first concert I went to in my life, the very first concert. Good morning Steve-O. Good morning Shirley uh, Brown. Um, my uncle Willie. And my aunt Dale got tickets for the Jackson Five. They were playing at the Memorial Auditorium, and um, and I love Michael Jackson. I love you know, and my um, my uncle Willie. He had tickets like he was showing them off, like they were going, and they gave them to me and my sister Terry. And that was the first concert I went to, and so I love my uncle Willie. Um, Val Singh said, I'm just saying, yay, shut the fuck up. You were giving them shoes and clothes away forever to this day. Shotgun and Lynn told you to stop buying so much shit. He did tell me. He did tell me. I keep buying shit, though. That's the problem. But I'm but I'm giving shit away. I'm not buying nothing else. What, what I'm going to start doing is as I buy stuff, I'm going to give stuff away. Yeah. So, um. No, there'll never be another Michael Jackson. That is right. Michael Jackson was 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 um was probably the greatest entertainer 
will, will ever come across singer musician. He really, uh, he Michael Jackson. Do you know that when Michael Jackson died, people killed themselves. There were people in different parts of the world that actually killed themselves. Yeah, the call-in line did get fixed, Dre. We, we, we have people on the line. Did you see the video I sent you of Diego? He made that TikTok reel himself. No, I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see it, Rich. I got to look at it. Uh, good morning, um, Darren, um, D-Rob. There'll never be another me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I guess we can all say that, huh? There'll never be another. But, Mike, I'm saying extraordinary talent. Um, I'm, I have some talent. I won't call them extraordinary. But I, I do know that I do have some talent. Michael Jackson was extraordinary. Um, so uh, I want you guys to, you guys know, uh, good morning, uh, uh, good morning, Donna Lewis. Good morning, Dale Bernie. Uh, let me see. Yusef Kente is joining us right now. Good morning, Kente. What up, King? Hey, man. So check it out, man. What what instrument did Michael play? Michael Jackson. He said he's a musician. Michael played Michael played keys, and he had a voice. So just so that you know, a voice a voice box. Your singing is a musical instrument. Just an FYI. But Michael also played keyboard. Oh. I M F Y. Okay. I M F K. I motherfucking know Jay. <laughs> well, well, if you know, then you then why did you call in and ask? Good morning, D D Bird. If <laughs> he you know why, why did you call? Yeah. Huh? Mute his ass. Mute his ass. Oh, there you go, Zinger Finger. Uh, he because got, he's he's because Michael never played keys. On um on a record, Michael wrote from the keyboard. But yeah, all of the Jacksons could play an instrument. Of the Jackson, I think Randy was probably the most talented musically as a player. Um, but they all could play something. So as you guys know, every you know I always come up. Oh, and here's okay. So Brother Reverend Ali decided he wanted to show up. That's good. Good morning, brother. He had a date last night. Mute my line. Mute my line. Doom, doom, doom. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> What's up, family? Y'all niggas ain't going to say nothing. All right, forget you all that. I was trying to be cool. I know that I am a catalyst, Adrian to, you know, Foster McElroy did Invoke, Tony, Tony, Tony. Brian Morgan did uh, SWV. They all came came from me. So I, I know that. I know that part. I appreciate it. But um, that, that's a the good old then, You know, so that was the good old I, I, go, I, come across, I come across different things and, um, and that make me laugh. This is one. Mm-hmm. Of, this is if Reverend Ali, if Reverend Ali was preaching, this is what he would sound like. Why you trying to fuck me oh, off, Jay? You gonna preach to your daddy? You ain't my daddy, huh? What you but, you but I am. Do you know your daddy? 
Big like, girls don't Nobody cry. is making fun of you. I just want to. I just want to be fair to 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 little girls. Um, the same way, um, you know, I want to be fair to 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 you. You know, everybody should. Um, everybody should be able to use a restroom. What if we had a transgender restroom? Would that would that work for you? No, 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 no. I'm a woman. I'm not no transgender. <laughs> he sounds like he's a kid tape with all them no's. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Good morning, Josephine person. Good morning, Josephine. <laughs> this, this is just calling an orgy bathroom. God's sakes. Huh? This is just calling an um, orgy bathroom. <laughs> Big girls don't cry, um, but grown ass white men cry. Bitch ass crying like you do. Bitch crying. Hey. Me. I'm Bitch your white pony. Uh, Professor Keone, Michael Sam is going to make some mushroom soup out of polygrip. He needs some mushroom soup. Well, he really going to be on the tackle. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let me so today we're going to um today we're Freak. gonna do I'm gonna do the word of the day. Uh who's gonna do uh the daily word? Is it gonna be you, Ali, or is it gonna be you, Kim? No. I like you said Tente. That nigga ain't been participating enough this yeah, month yet. Yeah, Yusef, Yusef, Yusef. I say you Good morning, Daphne. Oh, Zinger so Finger is starting you to said, kill me, huh? You said Zinger um, Finger. Um, you're going to do the word of the day? Damn. Fred sounds like a cheerleader. Yeah. Hey, yeah, this is white boy. I'll do the white word boy. of the day. So today is Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. The daily word is freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M. I am awakening to my freedom. The spiritual truth about me is that I'm free to think, express, and be my uniquely gifted self. Awakening to and realizing freedom is part of my soul growth and purpose. It requires dedication to self-awareness and the willingness to release limiting and outgrown beliefs and behaviors. Freedom is like a coin that has two sides. One is being free from limitations and the other is being free from continually grow into achieving my potential. As I continue to awaken to freedom, I know each step I take is important. My awakening leads me to accept more freedom and integrate its expanding influence. I claim freedom and become increasingly confident in every area of my life. I trust my guidance as I stretch boundaries and go forth unfettered. Today's Bible verse is John 8:32. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Yusef Kente, what is the word of the day? Good morning, Bob. The word of the day, J. King, is atrocities. Atrocities. A-T-R-O-C-I-T-Y-I-E-S. Atrocities. The definition of atrocities 
is acts of violence, brutality, barbarianism, straight wickedness. So let me use that in a sentence. Black people been getting fucked with for 400 years, asking for reparations for the atrocities that have been perpetrated on them. Yet, when it happens to certain other people in this country, they expect payment immediately by way of proxy atrocities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I like that, can't they? You know, I told you guys I tried to find spoken. I try to find videos of um, people for, from Kings in the Morning. This is one. This is Reese and Rosie. This is Reese and Rosie. A clean house, laundry done. All the meal cooked really? when I get home. There's food got to be ready for me to eat. Laundry done, you know. That's what Jack told his wife. And that's why she's leaving him. For another man, because that man is Jack. You know? Yeah. And I, that's why I said she should. I'm glad you're not. And honestly, like, it's, it's insane that he's going to act like that. You know? Yeah. I think. I expect a clean house, laundry done, all the meal cooked when I get home, because there's food got to be ready for me to eat. Laundry done, you know? That's what Jack told his wife. And that's why she's leaving him for another man, because that man is special. You know, Reese talk a lot of shit on Kings in the morning, but I'm going to tell you who had to draw around the, the, the Hopkins household. Rosie drives that motherfucking car. And don't ever think yeah, nothing different. I knew. <laughs> well, I that's because Reese, Reese is a cock hound. That's why he, 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 he do what cocks say. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, no, Reese is saying, Jake King, you're a liar, and you know it. I definitely run this house. I, I call the shots around here, except when Rosie calls the shots. And, of course, she <laughs> Other than that, King, that boy sounds just like Reese Hopkins. <laughs> Reese, Reese ain't running nothing at his house. The only thing he runs at his house is the water. That's it. <laughs> And his mouth. And his that mouth. too. Um, I'm a, um, uh, if, Fred, if Fred was a woman, this is what Fred would sound and look like. Despite cut promises and improvements on paper, Writers say they're not seeing that out here on the street. There's so many apartments, doctor's apartments, jobs that I have lost due to the buses. And they said this year was supposed to be a totally different change. I don't see what a change is there. April Williams is set up. She says Cass is full of lies, offering nothing more than empty promises. We have to sit out here and wait a long periodically time. The buses are nasty. The buses are filthy. The buses is not new. Nothing out here that has changed. If any group, anything that's caused it went from worse to worse first. 
Despite cut promises and improvements on paper, riders say they're not seeing that out here on the street. In so many apartments, doctor's apartments, jobs that I have lost due to the buses, and they said this year was supposed to be a totally different change. I don't see what a change is there. April Williams is set up. She says Cass is full of lies, offering nothing more than empty promises. We have to sit out here and wait a long periodically time. The buses are nasty. The buses are filthy. The buses is not nick. Nothing out here that has time. <laughs> so why 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 was that? I mean, I can't even. I don't. I don't get it. If you were a woman, that's what I, you. Would. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> you know what a, a I get, but I, you know what I get. You know what, what I get, though. What, what I can imagine. How long are you gonna have? How long are you gonna try to hold on to that half a hair? That motherfucker's receding back to your ears, man. How long are you gonna hold on to that shit? How long are you gonna you gonna you gonna hey, still think you got it, nigga? As long as I can, Fred. Periodically, with all your clothes, with all your clothes and shit. Yeah. Hey, don't be talking about my pop, Fred. I had to fuck hey, you up. That's okay, man, this nigga. Fuck all y'all niggas, man. I will fuck you up, fucking with my pop, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Your finger ass, nigga. Oh, hot sedity oh, ass <laughs> niggas. Man, don't you dare mess with my best friend. Fred. Oh, bougie ass niggas with ten phones and all this luxurious shit. Sit around and talk about cracker woods all day. I'll be damned. And your fingerprints. John Beckman, how, how do you take it, John? How, how do you take it, John? White man. Well, he takes well, it up I'm the white pony. I'm the white pony. Get it right, Frederica. Hey, was that you? Were you Frederica there before you became Fred? We got two of them. We've had one or two crackers in the box. Ride the white pony. And shots been fired. I like when Fred. I like when Fred gets frisky like that. That let me know he still got that. You know, his like mushroom still got still got something frisky in. Fred. That's a fuck. Frisky I got some fuck, man. I'm I'm chilling out, man. I'm not going to jail fucking around with y'all. I'm frisky. I'm scared of these white boys, man. I'm not going to be called a racist and uh, uh, good morning, Fred. Fred. By the way, I'm going to no. call you later and we're going to talk, okay? You call my phone, you go into jail, man. The FCC, call my house, man. Call my motherfucking house. That's a terrorist threat right there just to say it. You clan. That's me. right. You don't say Why no shit like that. You're going to call my house. Why are you? Man, like you listen at him. The motherfucker, don't instigate the shit, Jay. You know damn well you've been listening. You know what the oh, fuck he is. He's undercover. Why do you call John Beckman? A Klansman. That's why I, that I motherfucker why. has been trying to get me to come to a barbecue where he could have his fucking uh, SWAT team there, take me out on excursions and chase me like, no, man, that motherfucker, he's weird. Chase, that motherfucker is like not right. You think he want to chase you like a rhino? No, that's What's not what the fuck he's... What's wrong with going on a SWAT ride-along? A SWAT ride-along is fun. Yeah. Oh, what? And get some. Listen to that shit. Get his ass out of That ain't our lead, motherfucker. Well, uh, that ain't our lead. Kente, Kente, Kente. Kente, Kente. 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 Kente.
He know you know you ain't Ali. He said for me to get him, nigga. Shit. Sure, he fucking sure, with Fred, sure, can't they? He chop off your motherfucking box, nigga. Fred, a week from today, I'm going on my SWAT ride along. Stop saying call, my name. I'll pay you. Stop saying my fucking name. Mute him, Jay. I'm going to have a mute button on this. Why do I have to mute him for saying your name? Why should I mute him for saying Because he don't know me like that. He be playing too fucking much. He played too fucking much, and then you say some shit, then he called you out of meetings and shit. Jay, Jay, they called me a white boy. Oh, Ali muted me. He's not, don't don't acknowledge me as uh, nothing that participates with your shit. No. no. At least when I call Jay, he is what he is. That's what he is. Even if he is in a meeting. That's because I'm his best friend. Get it, get get with it, Fred. You don't By belong way, Fred, here, back man. You got your head all the way up on Jay's ass. You know, you smoke. So your nose smell John, like shit. So, okay, let me ask you a question. You guys, why doesn't John Beckman belong here? Yeah, that's a good question. Because <laughs> he's searching for information. He's with the FBI and the Klan. Good morning, Reed. White power. Good morning, White Reed. power. Yeah, I'd like to ask a question real quick. Uh, Reese, Reese, have a question. Yeah. Yeah. There goes your phone ain't working, Reese. You got R2-D2 going today. I want to know where they're getting their information from. What information? So let me let, let me go someplace where you can hear me. I said I hear a lot of niggas talking about who runs my household. I want to know where they're getting their information from. In fact, I heard J. King said I know for certain. J. King, please tell me. From your videos, bitch ass, bitch ass, bitch. <laughs> what videos? What videos? What, what, <laughs> what videos? videos? What videos you have of you and your beautiful wife? The videos you have of you and your beautiful wife on Facebook. <laughs> I think it's on Facebook. Why you got your wife on Facebook? We talking about going on with that? It wasn't on Facebook. It wasn't on Facebook. It wasn't on Facebook. And if you're talking about the job, you're talking well, about the joke about taking her out shopping. What you what you watched was a comedy bit, and you think that that's for real? Oh, um, Reese, when I said it, Reese, when I said it, okay, it was keep it one hundred. It was there's a lot of Reese. It was a video. It was a video of a guy talking shit to his wife about having the food on the on the table and doing what she telling him to, mm-hmm. and then she stood up with a uh, with a um, a shovel. <coughs> And as she started walking towards him, he said, yeah, that's what my friend Ralph said to his wife now that she's getting a divorce from him, you know, because mm-hmm. he straightened up. So it was a joke. <laughs> it's something that we do here. No, no, I get I, I, Okay, no, no, no. I, I heard the joke. What I heard was, best believe oh. it, and there's no doubt in my mind, Jay King. That's what you said. Nigga. You Reed, nigga. Tell me oh, yeah. what you told me the other day, that you make dinner four nights a week. Tell these brothers Ooh, what you told me. Ali. You make dinner four, four nights a week. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't cook. I don't cook. 
I don't wash dishes. I don't do anything domestic in my house, dude. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> No, so that's why you motherfucking. You know what? Watch this. Watch this. Am I lying? Wait, wait, wait. I'm lying. As soon as I come, excuse me. As soon as I come back from the store, I'll put my own wife on the line, and she'll confirm. Yes, nigga. I do not. I don't do domestic. That's the problem. You gotta stop bringing your wife to the show. We already got one big fat one. I'm trying to get rid of. Again. So you make it clear. So you make it clear. You don't know. You don't know shit. And I appreciate the fact that you don't believe it because you need to come after me. You need to belittle me because I'm your fucking boogeyman. You wouldn't believe shit if it was right in front of your eyes because you wish to malign me because you're fucking jealous of me, bitch. That's why. Because you're fucking jealous of me. I don't mind that you're jealous. Just fucking eat a dick. Like everybody else, all my fucking haters. I love my haters. That's right. Oh, you oh, give me fucking powers. So I wouldn't even worry. I'm not even here, and your fucking punk asses can't talk about nobody but me. So how about that? Uh, Reese, that's not true. Um, we talk about everything and everybody. You just happen to be. Okay, well, one you of know what? Jokes. I'm just saying. Well, don't, don't malign Reece, me the, while I'm not here to defend myself. Reece, one, of the jokes, one of the jokes was on you. <laughs> Um, don't get all bunched up in the panty area. No, I'm not bunched up in the panty area. I'm just hearing a lot of dudes. Like you seem to be out my name. You seem to be a little bunched up in the panty area. Because you're calling me out maybe, my name and talking about my personal life. Maybe, maybe the blood is no, 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 Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? This, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Let me, let me be on my period for a minute. Okay. Let me, let me be on my period for a minute. Hey, who said Kente? Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you and anybody else. Any one of you jealous bitch-ass niggas. That's okay if you jealous. It's okay if you jealous, nigga. Look, it's okay if you jealous. It's okay if you didn't amount to shit in your life, nigga. It's all right if you didn't amount to anything in your life and you see somebody who's better than you. Yeah, yeah, that's well, right. I'm going to be on my period. Now, I'm going to bleed all over your whack ass. Well, bitch. Well, I'm going to bleed all over you, homo. That's all right. That's yeah, okay. No, no, no. I'm bleeding all over you. I'm bleeding all over <laughs> you. Okay. You, you work with I was on my period yesterday. Today's your day. Go ahead. <clears throat> Motherfuckers come after me because who the fuck else you going to come after? You scared of me. That's right. Mm. Reed, we love you, man. We love you, Reed. That's why we talk about you. Oh, set the fuck up, Ali. Get the fuck out. That's of why here. we talk about it. <laughs> nigga, shut your ass up, nigga. Jay ain't got to the video with your ass yet. Uh, go ahead, right, Jay. Yeah, go ahead and play up. that video. <laughs> Called Babylon. <laughs> Hey, Reese, just out of curiosity, what, what's the favorite meal you like that Rosie makes you? Oh, my God. Wow. Why are you always asking wow. some stupid shit that ain't none of your goddamn wow. business? It's not barbecue, okay, nigga? That's the white boy shit. That's that Caucasian shit. That's that Caucasian shit. The best thing that my wife makes for me is reservation. <sighs> That's good. Ain't that That's a good. bitch? And you pay for everything. She make yes, a reservation a for man. her. Oh, Let me explain something to you, stupid. Let me play something 
stupid. If you ask your wife to come out of pocket to pay for you, you're a fucking oh, bum. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Reese is right. Reese is right. Hey, listen up. Check check this out. Let me hear. Let me holler at you, minimum Three. wage. Only some half broke nigga would be talking some halfsies on a motherfucking meal going Dutch. Only some broke nigga would be doing that. You're uh, balling. You're shut barely up. balling. You know what you are? What? You're marbling. The morning, While the rest the of those way. niggas is balling, you're marbling. Mm. Why right. the and diamond? Good morning, Pooh. Why the hell do they call it Dutch? I never understood that. You Dutch. probably think that a woman is equal to a man, so you make her pay equally in your household. I bet you your woman make more money no. than you. Well, well my, my wife, my, my wife bought, bought my house for me. She bought it on my Good morning, day. You know, Dutch is like that? when we were kids and we had the Sadie Hawkins dance. I didn't never understood what that meant, where the girls asked the guys your, to dance. Did your wife make call? more money than you? Yeah. Yeah. Every woman made your more woman money make than more me. money than you? Every woman okay, I was with made more money than me. Of course she does. Trent. That, that says true. a lot, my uh, friend. Thank you for admitting that. Steve Anderson said that white guy Reese sure loves using the N word. <laughs> Love it. Now, Steve Reese isn't a white guy. Reese is a black guy who identifies white. He's not white. He's a, he identifies white. Good morning, Mister J. Like he's, he's, he's the first. Right. He's the first black white guy though that can say nigger. <laughs> <laughs> nigger, like a badoo, badigo. I'm gonna break it all black and all shit. He, he got a little uh, what you call that shit? Uh, 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 and Fred, you're uh, a gold digger. You're a gold digger, Fred. Reese, Reese, okay. I don't know, Reese. What, what was it about? What was it about that skit that that got you that got you all <laughs> built up like this this morning? All you niggas. It wasn't a skit. He, he heard he's Beckman not, he's, not, he's just not feeling good today. He said, all you niggas. So all I'm you niggas. You know, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I think, I think Beckman empowered Reese. And um, yeah. and, and so, in a sense, that, you know, <laughs> That double double white power thing that you know Beckman, but um, Beckman really you know, builds up Reese. About it last night. As much as a, they as talked as about it last night, they, they, they say okay. Show, uh, at least I have the nutsack to call in every day or listen oh, every bitch, day. You go call in every day, you lying motherfucker. You know what I am? Oh, you go run and cry to Jay. You start. You the number one crybaby. Now remember that you do ride the white pony. I'm so sorry. You do cry a lot, John. I'm so sorry. When you do cry, you do come cry to me. Cry. No, there's no, there's no crying. We all in a meeting. You got this man Sager going off. He in a fucking meeting. He in a motherfucking meeting. He crying about a radio. I'm going in a meeting, guys. Uh, but I got to get out of the meeting to come babysit this motherfucker because it sounds like he's having a goddamn nervous breakdown. He, yeah, and, that's why, and that's why he don't come break here, up a Jay. goddamn fight 
and we thousands of miles uh, apart. Michael Niner Jordan said. Michael Niner Jordan said it wasn't the skits, Jay. He's still tripping off of Pimp Youssef taking Mary Hopkins away from him. Yeah. Um, Mary, I don't think I don't think Yusuf Kente don't want Mary Hopkins. Trust me. Well, I told you I liked her for her writing skills. Her and I write, wrote. Uh, Mary Kente, had a little hand. I think I think you might be six eyes, Yusuf Kente, because something wrong with you, man. <laughs> uh, well, Ali, you know what? I noticed the potential in women. You know this just talking. Ain't no potential with nothing big, nigga, but food. That's well, it. Well, that's what you got. That's what you got to say. That's because that's why your ears are stone yeah, and nigga, eyes are uh, blind. Wait. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of folks gonna start taking your pimp stripes once they see these hoes you be talking to, nigga. Okay, so <laughs> I want right. to make sure I want to make sure I get this abundantly clear. So I'm upset about Yusef Kente pimping my ex-wife. Right now, no, 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 Michael Niner Jordan said it wasn't the skits, Jay. He's still tripping. I heard what he said, Jay. Taking, yeah. he didn't say t- taking yeah, take, Mary Hopkins taking, away from him. Taking, well, whatever. So he took my ex-wife. That means that she's, while my ex, she's still mine? Okay, Michael Niner Jordan, learn English and comprehension. You'll do better. Comedy is a very skilled sport. Stay the fuck away from it. You're not a professional. Right. Secondly, timing is important. If I may say so, ain't no motherfucking white man ever give me wings. God. Reese on the radio, Reese Hopkins is who the fuck he is. You're always Living trying God. to make excuses for who I am because for some odd reason it dumbfounds you. Yo, that dude Reese, he's just different. Yo, he's unique. Yes, nigga, because I'm unique. Nobody, nobody says that. Nobody says that, Reese. Yes, he said. Ali said, and I quote, that I was getting my wings, or was that was that Fred? Somebody was giving me with that that uh, what's the, oh, that John that. Beckman was I, giving me. Okay, well the point is, that. ain't no white man ever give me nothing. I'm a self fucking earner, self promoter. Right. I ain't never make nobody feel Reese, keep my name out your mouth, nigga. I ain't said Keep my shit, name out nigga. your mouth. Really, if we're going to be like that, just keep my fucking name out of every, Everybody keep my name out their mouth. Hey, man, look, he did a skit for everybody that's a host, nigga. If you can't handle that's it, nigga. Okay. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not beefing about the skit. I'm not beefing about the skit. skit. I'm beefing about what was said after. He put, me, he put me out there as a light-skinned nigga with a ponytail talking shit to bitches that's calling into my church. Actually, the dude had on a plaid shirt with the guy had on a plaid shirt and cornrows. I've seen the video. Well, that was pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know what I'm saying, Reese. So you know he got something for all of us, man. Why are you mad? Yeah, I know that. Why is he mad again? Reese, Reese likes to be mad. I like when Reese gets mad. When oh, Reese is mad, it means that you know That's what Reese and I this motherfucker talk about me like a goddamn, like a dog. This motherfucker talk about Fred? me like a dog. To I ain't did nothing. Uh oh, Lord. I, it's it's not me, man. I don't want no smoke, man. Fred, I can't your face. we just don't know any other person um, with no teeth. That's Reece, the reason we speak to you this um, way. I mean, Reece, Dave Smith said, Reese, you're not the first diet black dude we've ever seen. You are a white dude. Black by accident. 
bullshit. Okay, so Reese's I'm not a, okay, Pepper. so now it's now I'm Reese's diet Dr. black, Pepper. but I'm a white guy at the same time. <laughs> Dave Smith, also public school education on display. Dave Smith, no wonder you box. You have no other skills. You're exactly you were oh. designed to be punched in the face. Brilliant um, job, thank you. House Speaker. House Republicans are hoping to pick their candidate today for a new speaker following Kevin McCarthy's dramatic ousting last week. On Tuesday night, a GOP candidate forum saw Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio and House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana giving their pitch as the best choice for the speakership. But some still say it will be difficult for either candidate to get the 217 votes needed to win the gavel. Representative Mike Garcia of California, for example, said it was 50-50 on whether they would be able to elect a speaker today. House Democrats also held a similar conference to officially nominate their leader, Representative Hakeem Jeffries, as the speaker. So let me ask you, um, since I know you follow this stuff closely, a lot of people are saying that they might go back to McCarthy um, because the other candidates don't even com- don't even compare. What do you say to that? Right about the other candidates not comparing to Kevin McCarthy because he's a rhino. Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise are the two front runners. They'll have a discussion. I believe that Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise will will pretty much negotiate it out uh, with their peers. Jim Jordan actually has this senior majority. Everybody believes that he is a, he is a firebrand, and he's a bomb thrower. And not only that, he's consistent. I don't think Kevin McCarthy's got another shot at coming back. I don't even think Kevin McCarthy's going to run again, um, not just as speaker, exactly. but even as for, for a seat. Um, Jim Jordan will elect the likely candidate. Well, there was talk. I'm telling that there was talk, and I'm sure you heard of, heard about it. That um, yeah, yeah, I, I, of course. Where they were, yeah, but well, they were considering bringing the reason so why, why they're talking why, about so it. What, what, they got to make a decision why? because they got to make decisions now because Israel is at war, and if the House doesn't have a speaker, the shit that needs to go through to get that money going just can't do it. So that's why they, right. that's why it was a surprise attack because they saw the trouble that America's uh, politics is, along with America's <laughs> money. No, uh, this was planned a long time ago. <laughs> Mark well, words, he thinks going, they planned going, this attack in a elect, week. Well, they're going to well, elect so Jim was, Jordan So today. was the attack. So was the attack. Yeah, dude. The United that's States, what, that's what this Biden administration gave them $6 billion gave them $6 billion, gave Iran $6 billion a month ago, and everybody on the left and the right said that the money was going to be used for terrorism and that Israel should watch its back because they are going to fund terrorism with that. And, whoa, lo and behold, now we have a report. No, they haven't. That's not that, true, Reese. They haven't even got the money about? yet. They have not even received yes, the money Jay. yet. It is in no, their not. bank account. Yes, it is, Jay. You know I follow no, it's not really. They have the yes, they do. The money's in Qatar. The money is in Qatar, in their Qatar bank account. Yes, it is. Um, do not believe the hype that Anthony Blinken is saying. Everybody knows the money is there. 
and all money is fungible. You promise somebody $6 billion, what do you think they do with the money that they have already? What would a drug dealer do right. if he knew $6 like billion dollars was coming exactly. to him? It's a line of fucking credit. That's all it is. It doesn't matter whether or not they got it. The money that they already have to fund terrorism, they're just going to use it because they got $6 billion coming. Um, Paulette said none of, the, none of them are a good choice for Republicans, but they will hold their nose and vote for the lesser evil. And she can't even give you Jim one Jim, reason why it's Jesus not a good choice. Christ. She doesn't even understand what a lesser evil means. She doesn't understand what a yeah, lesser so evil means got, when it comes oh, to now, Jim Jordan. Now they got to fill that void because of the trouble that the world is in right now. And to show that their government is fucked up. You know, you're just saying now the world. You're just saying because Israel's in a war, just now it's in trouble. The world's been yeah, trouble exactly. for Now the world's fucked uh, up. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's been fucked the up. The Biden administration pushed back on up. claims that a prisoner swap with Iran last month helped fuel the ter- terrorist attack on Israel. After Hamas militants launched a surprise attack on Israel early Saturday. Republicans were quick to connect without without evidence without evidence the assault of the six billion dollars in funds that were unfrozen as part of the prisoner swap between the US and Iran in September. Let's be clear. The deal to bring US citizens home from Iran has nothing to do with the horrific attack on attack on Israel. And let me tell you why, Reese, why you should know that. You should know better, because you just said that this plan wasn't attacked, wasn't wasn't um, met out last month. They've been planning this for for a year or better, if not years. Not a penny has been spent. Not a penny has been spent. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said Saturday, five Americans who had been wrongfully detained in Iran were freed as part of a high-stakes deal between Iran and the Biden administration that included the transfer of $6 billion in Iranian oil assets that were held in a restricted account in South Korea. South Korea owned the Iran, owed Iran the money for oil purchase before the Trump administration. Yeah, it, was, it, it, didn't, it wasn't planned in weeks, Reese, and you know, and you know that, and they know that. But, Reese, so, Reese, you can't come on here with your bullshit and think that it's going to fly because it don't. You got to do it on Whack FM. You didn't even hear what I just said. Here, here. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Bullshitter alert. So the administration did not give uh, them anything. They allowed the money. South Korea owed Iran the money for oil it purchased before the Trump administration imposed sanctions on such transactions in 2019. Um, where's the $6 billion Biden's now? Biden's been in office, Jay. Tre- Iran's been making their money on oil. How much? I know, how to do, I know what to do with your dumb ass since you don't know how to motherfucking shut up. White folks think because they white, they can just speak at any time. That's why you're dumbass on you. Treasury's top sanctions um, official Brian Nelson. Treasury's top sanctions official Brian Nelson said Saturday that the funds are still in restricted accounts in Qatar. So the money is still there. The Biden administration has insisted 
that the money would not be given directly to Iran and that it could only be used to fund Iran's purchases of humanitarian goods, such as food and medicine. Though Iran's president has said he would decide how to spend the previously frozen funds. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters on September 13th that the funds that were moved to Qatar would have more legal restrictions than in South Korea and that the U.S. would have oversight about where the money is spent. If Iran tries to divert the funds, we'll take action and we'll lock them up again, Kirby said. Um, Dale Burning said, Jay, once again, playing devil's advocate, you are reading government-sanctioned propaganda. This is the same State Department that said the Afghanistan withdrawal was a success. Um, Dale Burney, um there is nothing written, correct, and Dale you should Burney. understand this, there is nothing written that isn't peppered with propaganda, whether it's from the State Department, from uh, from uh, um the Drudge Report or anywhere else or from Reese's mouth. Um, it's propaganda. That's what this whole, this whole thing is, propaganda. Reese and John Beckman are propagandists. They, 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 they question, promote Jay? propaganda and ideas of propaganda. Uh, they, can I ask you a um, question? We're not in a – yes, you can. If you were president of the United States, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. which some people here hope you run for, would you give $1 billion, basically, per hostage to be released? That's not what happened, John Beckman. They didn't give anything. It was no, money. No, Jay, I know, that, I know it's frozen uh, so, money. So, I know. No, you, because you know, you can't ask Essentially, a, it's more. Don't ask the silly question. We didn't give anybody anything. We let money that was, and the money went to Qatar, they told you. Now, Del Bernie, I'm going to tell you like I, like I would tell anybody else. This is, I'm reading the information that's in front of me that's been given to us. Until we know anything different, I, I can't question it. I'm not, I'm not, the only way I could question it is, is if I had some insight and some inside information. Um, I don't have it. Reese doesn't have it. John Beckman doesn't have it. We're not part of that game. We only know what we read and how we filter it based on the people that we listen to. So, good morning, um, good morning, um, uh, Lambert Davis. Hey, good morning to you, Jay. I I wanted to just comment on propaganda. The word mm-hmm. propaganda. Um, you're right on. You're right on schedule with that, Jay. Because you, if you look at, there was a guy. I saw a, a documentary on a guy named Joseph Goebbels. He was big with Hitler, and he used to say, if you repeat a lie enough times, they'll believe it to be the truth. To me, he was a classic propagandist. He used to use the uh, theaters, the movie theaters, because I didn't know this till I really studied it. Germans controlled uh, the movie industry at one point, and they used the theater as propaganda for Nazism. So he was before social media. So propaganda, mm-hmm. you have to be very careful with what somebody says to you, and it's not actual fact. So you was right on cue with that, dealing with Dale Bernie, one of my all-time favorite friends. 
Lambert, watch the movie Inglorious Bastard. It'll prove the point you just made. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, well, well, I don't to... need to watch that. I, I got my lesson. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, shout um, out to by the way to social media. See, social media is part of propaganda to me. People in my family begged me to become part of social media, and they sucked me into joining Instagram with the cheesecake. And I said, "Man, look at all this propaganda! I got to look at just to check my." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it for yeah, me. A, I don't need to see any more movies. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. I live in reality. Get a propaganda cheesecake. God damn it. God damn. I've been waiting a couple well, of years. Well, if you if you if you stop saying you love me and call me a motherfucker in the same paragraph, you. I didn't say that. I do love you, you motherfucker. I love you. <laughs> well, keep, keep putting cheesecakes. Next time to Las Vegas every day. This. Every day and look for a sex truck. <laughs> and that's not propaganda, Jay King. But shout out to you, Jay King, on that propaganda explanation. Because trick is everywhere. Yeah, let me play this record for y'all. I'll play a record. I'll be right back. And Jay got to go shit real fast. Thank you. 
if you think I'm. This is um from an EP she did in 2019 called Ugly. U G L Y. Her name is uh, Perry Jones, P-E-R-R-I, Jones. You guys, I had to go to my car and get some. Um, uh, I pass on her. She sounds like one other singer for her. She's not original. Um, that's what um, Paulette said. 
I, I yeah, like yeah. she's straining. No, she's not straining. She she trying to she's saying good if she just sang in her own voice some of the melodies she need to fix but she when she do that Macy Gray Erica Badu voice shit, that's where she loses me. She just need to sing her regular tone. Uh, well, the one thing that I can say is that when you listen to, when you listen to somebody like Lucky, Lucky Witherspoon, had, you know, you can hear other people can do his songs, but he's got his own. I like he's got his own style. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't give it to Elder Barge and nothing. Elder Barge didn't had his second chance. That nigga don't need no third and fourth. So he didn't fucked his off. I wouldn't waste a song on that nigga. No, first of all, it wouldn't be a waste of song on him. He um Yeah, it would. Um, lucky, lucky can do it. Lucky, let Lucky do his own shit. Lucky, Lucky can. I'm gonna tell you what. Let me tell you what, what you did. Lucky do his own thing. Music. That's why your ass is on mute because you don't know shit about music. Learn something. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna help this nigga learn something. Today. Good morning, T Dub. <laughs> first of all, Lucky could record the song, do it his way. But he could also let Elder Barge use the song and do it his way, and he'd make money on both sides. If Elder Barge, I'm gonna let me let me let you guys hear this motherfucking song again, because this nigga can't hear. That's why we call you the Ears of Stone. That's because all right. Because you can't. Elder Barge can still sing goofball. L is burnt out. He can't still sing. He can't sing no song like that. I'm not gonna let you hate on L like that. Listen. Listen to this song. Listen to this. Put Elder Barge's voice in this song. Put Elder Barge's voice. I don't want to see no. I can't fuck with Elder Barge. I'm not asking you this shit. I'm asking you to come put your ass on me. Never gonna take your heart. Say that I'm the only one for you. Nigga, are you stupid? 
Elder Bard cannot outsay Lucky. He can't say he can't outsay Lucky on his own shit. Lucky is the shit. Now let the world. Oh, the nigga, you scared of Lucky now? That's that nigga's fear no. of Lucky. Listen, when I told Lucky, Elder Bard to sing this record, he was like, "Get it to him." Let, let, look, listen to this, man. Listen, hold up. listen to this. Elder Bard, listen to Hear L on this. As he's singing, listen. You know, um, 
in music, you can't afford to be comfortable. If you're not, you know, especially when you're artist of that age. So you got to be willing to put your house on the line, your car on the line, your money on the line. You got to you got to bet on you. And so artists like right, Joe like you did and, with rumors, didn't you sell all your furniture yeah, or something? But the, the difference is that yeah, but when I did rumors, I was young. I was I was, you know, 23, 22, 23. And um and yeah, I sold everything I owned to put the record out. Um but even now, with the, you know, at sixty-one, with the new Club Nouveau record, I'm gonna spend close to a hundred thousand dollars myself putting this record out because I believe it's a top ten record. And and um, so I'm not gonna make money from the record sales because it's only a single, but I'll make money from live dates. And that's where that's where and my and my fee will go up. My fee will be higher. I'll make more money performing and so you make it back over over a period of time and that's what artists have to understand that's what artists have to be business people and not artists because and how, much money would this how, new, how much would this new song coming out if it gets into a movie would that be worth oh it could be hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars Abaj said the edge for Kim is that he tours all the time but you're right this would bust L out again. Not only would it bust L out, Baj, it would take L to somewhere between seventy-five thousand and one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a night. It would, it That's would, too it much would, money for L to have because he's still fucking with the um, dope. And he don't need to be fucking with money, no money like that. Money on streaming. So, Aunt, let me explain to you about money on streaming and why people should not should not be all upset about how much money we get from streaming. Because in the music business, they won't even um, they don't even recognize a lot of revenue streams. So the fact that we recognize streaming as a revenue stream, because they could say it's a marketing tool to get your music out there, and you get nothing for it, but you pay for it to get your music out. But here we are making money, even if it's fractions of a penny. It's okay. Um, because it took so much to build those apparatuses, they have to pay back all of the investors. That's why we're not making money. But eventually, streaming is going to be worth a lot of money, the same way publishing is worth a lot of money, the same way digital is worth a lot of money. But it didn't start that way, and people forget that. Publishing was a penny up until 1976. From the time the music business started, up until 1976, it was a penny for publishing, a penny for the writer, and the writers split that penny on both, and the publishers split that penny. 1976 Damn. With, with, you that know, was slavery, Jay. That didn't come into effect until 1978. It was only a penny. So we got to know, but because we don't know the history of the business of music, you know, we complain about things like streaming, when you should be happy that you get streaming. I'm happy about streaming because I know streaming is going to be worth more five years from now than it is today, and five years and, um, and ten years from that day, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. No, um, streaming is not two, streaming is not $2.97, Paulette. That's not, 
Uh, streaming is fractions of a penny. Fractions of a penny. Hundreds of a penny. I, I believe on um, God. What what I just saw where a thousand streams get you about twenty cents on one platform. So, which would make if a thousand streams got you about twenty cents, then um, ten thousand streams would get you about two dollars. A hundred thousand streams would get you about twenty dollars. A million streams would get you about two hundred thousand. I mean, two hundred dollars. So for every million streams, two hundred dollars. It doesn't sound like a lot of money, but it adds up. And 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 we gotta quit looking at uh, uh, the the business in singular um, avenues. You gotta look at it from an overall how they affect each other, how streaming affects downloads, how downloads affect. Um, uh, um, um, licensing, how licensing and downloads and streaming affect touring and, and, and the kind of impact you can make. Uh, um, um, Snoop doesn't, said he doesn't see any of that money. Janet Marie, because Snoop Dogg is like an artist, I, and I respect Snoop as an artist. I don't look to Snoop when it comes to business or mechanics. I don't think he's, he's versed in that. I heard him talk about um, mastering and um, and remastering your record. You can't remaster your record and own it. You can re-record the masters, but you have to wait five years after the end of your contract. So if you leave a contract, um, and let's say you left a contract today in 2023, you can, um, the, the, even though um, you don't own the masters, if the, if the label owns the masters, you can make wait five years from, that, from the end date and record your own masters and license your own music. I know because that's what I did. Ticket sales affect the price a promoter offers you for concert fees. What affects what a what a um, what a promoter will pay you is how many bucks you can put in seats, Dallas. So if you if you can put bucks in seats. They're gonna you know based on what you can do, and that's what the, that determines whether you're a headliner or a support act. A prime example is Frankie Beverly. Back in the day, Frankie Beverly didn't sell as many records as Luther and, and different artists, but he sold more concert tickets than those guys. So Frankie Beverly made more money per live date than artists that sold um, three and four times more records than he did. Jay King, you are making me diversify, and I know nothing streaming, but I will learn um, as of this moment. Yeah, you should. Yeah, streaming, a hit record will definitely determine who will come see you in concert. Not necessarily true, Dre. There are some hit records that people want to hear on the radio, but they don't necessarily want to see the act. That The act may have to have a, a few bad performances. And... Um, or, or, or might not be able to perform, might not be able to sing as well, um, live as they do um, on record, and people won't go see him. Well, Lionel can headline EWF shows, his drawing power. Um, well, because Bob's Lionel Richie did what few artists can do, um, and only a handful of artists have done it, and you can name them the Eagles, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, Stevie Wonder, Elton John, uh, 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 Usher has been a handful, and that's have a diamond album. Madonna, 
A diamond album is when you sell 10 million records or more, and only a handful of artists have been able to do such a thing. Uh, uh, Have the Rolling Stones on there? No. Rolling Stones never had a diamond album. If you want to learn about the music, listen to Jay. I've seen his knowledge firsthand. T-Dub said that, yeah. So, um, So all I'm saying is, you know, there's so much money, especially, you know, when you have a hit record, you know, if you have one hit record in your life, you're lucky. Um, when you look at when you look at Chubby Checker, you only know him for one song. What's the song you know Chubby Checker for? Anybody know? The Twist. That's right. Come on, baby, and let's do the twist. What other record did Chubby Checker have? What other Didn't record? Did you do situation number eight before you did no, situation did number nine? No. Well, he did a record called Twist Again. No, he the Twist and Shout was the Isley Brothers. Let's Twist Again is what he did, which was the twist. But Chubby Checker worked for his whole life, for his whole life off of one record. So if you make what the is, right what's record. Little, what's Little Richard's famous song? Little Richard. What did Little mean? Richard had um, Good Golly Messiah. Every song, yeah. Little Richard's, I'm going to tell you what Little Richard's hit song is. Every song that Pat Boone remade was Little Richard's song. Pat Boone don't get to be a star without Little Richard. Little Richard is the godfather, the creator and innovator of rock and roll music. It don't exist without him. Little Richard didn't write Hound Dog, Janet Marie. There was another uh, 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 a black man that wrote that record. A black man, I can't recall his name. I want to say Blackwell. He, he never met Elvis Presley and never wanted to meet him. He felt like if he met Elvis, it would, it would, um, it, it would um, in some way, well, did the guy that wrote Hound Dog, did he benefit from Elvis Presley doing it? Hello? 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 Hi, I'm looking for Jay King. This is Jay King. Oh, great. Uh, this is Robert calling you from the Intercom. I'm calling you in reference to the email response we got from you. I hope you remember regarding the search engine optimization and the marketing of your website, the errors which we have found on your website. Do you remember? I don't even know what you're saying. I can't even understand what you're saying. Could you say that again slower? Yeah, I'm so sorry for that. Actually, you responded to Angelia just a few days back regarding the search engine optimization, the errors to your site we talked about. I don't, I don't, I, I can't, sir, can you get somebody else that can, I, I can't hear what you I don't understand what you're saying. You have a very um, heavy accent, and, and I'm not understanding it. Okay. Can we can we chat or text? Um, I'm in the middle of a radio show. Can I chat with me after my radio show? Can you respond to my text if I send you? I'm in the middle of a radio show right now until for another 15 minutes. Oh, you are in a radio show. Yeah, for 15 minutes. I mean, in short, this is all about the web. This motherfucker. Now I'm telling the motherfucker I can't understand what you're saying. Then he gonna tell me, can you chat? <laughs> you can't chat with me. I'm in the middle of a radio show. 
Then the motherfucker gonna keep talking about like, what he said. The radio show. No, I didn't. Um, I believe um, Blue Suede Shoes was written by that. Um, and then the motherfucker send me a text. Um, That's what yeah. he said he wanted to uh, understand. He said he was gonna before send you a text. Before you took that call, I asked the guy that wrote Hound Dog, did he benefit by Elvis doing yeah, it? Writers all. Um, 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 all people, all writers. Well, let me just say, um, Jerry Lieber wrote wrote Hound Dog. So, um, but uh, um, and then um, so let me tell you guys about um, Lieber and um, and his partner, uh, Stoller. A lot of these guys would say that they wrote songs that they bought from um, from black uh, writers that and they buy these songs for ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty five dollars. Um, and so even though a lot of um a lot of white songwriters get credit for songs that have urban or soulful or black roots to them is because they didn't necessarily write the songs. So, and, and um, um, in the, uh, Lieber and Stoller, um, uh, what's the other boy who wrote the ragtime songs? The other um, Jewish kid that wrote the ragtime. But they, everybody knows that they that they didn't necessarily write those songs, and that they um, and and that. They they basically um, bought those songs from people, bought the rights, and so yes, John, somebody did um, benefit, but it wasn't a, uh, often it wasn't the, the the black men or women that wrote those songs. Uh, Steve Adderton said, "Why don't we ever hear about Bill Withers? Because um, Bill Withers uh, uh, fought the industry and." Uh, and really had a bad relationship with um, Clarence Avant, who people call the godfather of R&B music. I, I don't see him that way, um, but some people do. And he was not a very kind person to artists, uh, and to Bill in particular. He took Bill's publishing, and Bill hates him for it, and hated him for it to the, probably to the day he died. Um, Bob says Richard the, wanted to get his music was he before so bad, he signed a bad contract in the beginning of his career, so he did not get paid for Tutti Fruity and other hits he wrote. In the beginning, you're right, Bosch, but I believe he went back and sued and received some, um, some compensation, a large portion of money. I believe Michael Jackson ended up owning his publishing along with Sly Stone and the Beatles and a whole bunch of other people. Um, um, who was who is Carl Perkins? God, I know um, I know Carl Perkins, but Paulette, I'd have to go back and do research just to just to refresh my memory. But I know Carl Perkins. Wasn't Carl Perkins a country guy? Didn't he do country yeah. music? Carl Perkins. One of Ragtime's inventors and most important pianist and composer was Scott Joplin. Scott Joplin was the beginning of it, um, Valentine, and a lot of uh, a lot of black 
uh, creative people did not get credit for what they um, for what they created. But why would they in a country uh, who's never you know um, when you're you know uh, you guys got to have to under- just imagine just imagine the world that they lived in. Carl Perkins wrote Blue Suede Shoes and sang it himself. Yeah. So um, just imagine the world that um, um, that black folk before us lived in, the, the racism, the bigotry, the prejudice, the bias, the unfair. Just, just mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't even you couldn't even walk on the same side of the street with white folk. You couldn't even uh, you couldn't even look white people in the face. Good morning, Todd Williams. He took all of Bill's publishing, D. Rob. Uh, uh, Clarence Avant signed uh, signed Bill to a publishing deal. Took one hundred percent of his publishing. What song? Jay, how much time did you get to spend with Bill Withers before he passed away? Me and Bill used to talk often. Um, and um, so Otis Black, just, just to let you guys know, Otis Blackwell wrote, Don't Be Cruel, All Shook Up, Return to Cinder, and Fever. So that's what Otis, that's who Otis Blackwell, that's what he wrote for Elvis, and he never wanted to meet him. Um, I was raised in that, that era. Yeah, Paulette said she was raised in that era of segregation. Yeah. So these, that, that's what these guys are navigating. That's what, that's what artists are navigating. Uh, my, um, Reese said, um, let me see, what did Reese say? My first time in Ocola, Florida, was 89, I was warned not to look directly in white people's faces. I was yelled at all week because I wouldn't stop doing it. So, Reese, who told who t- did you tell them, listen, I'm, I'm you. No, no, I'm joking. No, no what I'm happened? What, who who uh, warned you? My, be- my, my best friend, Derek, his parents, he's, he's from Queens like me. We lived, his, he lived around the corner from my grandmother. We became friends when we were teenagers. I was 19, he was 17. His parents moved to Ocala, Florida, and I went to go visit them, and I was there for his sister's cotillion. I went for his sister's cotillion because I was one of the escorts. And um, when I got down there, he looked looked me in the face, and he said, whatever you do, do not look at white people's faces down south. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you just can't look in their faces. So I was like, challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept doing it. And Derek and his sister and his mom, they yelled at me the whole time saying, I thought I should just stop looking at these white people. I would walk right up to them and just talk to them. I didn't care. I just wanted to see what was going to happen. Like, I thought they they was a myth. So Um, I just kept doing it. um, Nothing um, happened. Paulette said, said, Reese, I am in Miami. I know Ocola, the Taylors. Um, Steve Anderson said, how did you get to redo Lean on Me? Um. The way I got to redo Lean On Me, um, Steve, is once a song is recorded, anybody, no, um, uh, um, anybody 
would can, can record it. See, once once you record a song and you release it, nobody can. You can't stop people from recording your song. They don't have to get permission from you. They're just gonna they're gonna pay it. They're gonna pay at the rate that that song that 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 the song is is, is um, calculated at today, not at the time you wrote it. So let's say Bill Withers. Bill Withers wrote Lean on Me in 1972. That's when it was released. But So that means he got a penny for writing and a penny for publishing. When I re-recorded it in 1987, he got paid at the higher rate of 7.4 cents, uh, which was, I think, 3.7 for writing, 3.7 for publishing. Um, so... Um, he, you know, so so that's how, but but they couldn't stop me from recording it. They could only say what rate that I, but I have to pay it at the at the uh, um, pay at the the today rate. Um, yeah, but did you ask? Rob, I, okay I remember we went to his house in Benedict Canyon. Canyon, you were trying to help him with that publishing issue. Yeah. Yeah, um, trying to you know um, trying to make sense of how to get it back. Um, what did you say? Um, what did you say, John? I asked. I, I, all I said was, did you ask him? If it was okay to re-record it. No, you don't have to. No, John. Why would I have to ask somebody if you don't have to? No, no I, I know. I, I know you said. I know you said. I didn't. That. I, just I didn't have to. Ask. No, I did not. I did, I wouldn't. I didn't. It didn't. Make, don't make any sense to ask somebody. If you can record their record, if you can already record their record without asking them. And can I ask a personal question sense. then? How what? much do you think Bill Withers made off of your re-recording? A lot of money. A lot of money, enough, as he told me, enough money to build a wing onto his house and to send his kids to college. Okay. Okay. The only time so you did... have to get permission to write a song, Steve, is if if somebody wrote a song that hasn't been released and you want to record it and you've heard it, you can't just record that song because you heard it. That song would have to have been released to the general public, and then you could release it. Otherwise, you have to get permission. Dave Smith so said, Jay, did he Ray Charles owns his masters. How much is that worth? Um, Ray Charles' masters are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, there was a rumor that Elvis helped to bury Jackie Wilson. Um, I don't know, um, but but you know, Elvis was influenced by a lot of a lot of black folk, and he um, and, and and acknowledged it at times. And from what I understand, he was he was pretty decent. But it's according to who you ask. Yes, John Beckman. So Jay, did Bill make more off of your recording than he did from his original? Lean on Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Good morning, Red Bull. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, Tim Watson said, what's up, D-Rob? Okay, t does for life. Okay, T, now I know. So, um, yeah. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of money in music, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of long-term money, but, um, but you've got to build a strong foundation. That's why I get on Lucky and Joe Levy, because I think they believe that this is just going to, that, you know, that, because, that they're going to always be able to, to have great music like that. And unfortunately, that's not how the business works because it iterates. There's so many iterations of music 
that um, if you don't make it happen in your time, and then, and then if, you know, there are a lot of records that came out and a lot of artists that don't translate in the next, the next generations or iterations of music so that you don't, you don't want to see them. Hello? Hello? Hello. Yes, yeah. Good afternoon, sir. This is Kevin, and I'm giving you a call. And this is regarding with you. Hello? What? Yes, what? Yeah, I'm calling about your electricity bill. Uh, I just wanted to ask, if, are you still at 5555 Del Paso Boulevard? <laughs> right now, um, thank you for calling. So, you know, my, my, my electricity is off right now. And I really need help. And I was trying to get a GoFundMe together. And it's just it's not just not coming together. Are you calling are you calling to help me? Sorry. Are you are, calling what? Are you calling to help me because I'm having such a hard time with my electricity? I'm sorry, I shouldn't this isn't your problem. You're just calling um, can I help you? Well I can let the reason I'm calling is just to inform you about the new solar program right now okay. in your area, which is in Sacramento. Okay. So how much are you paying every month of your monthly electricity? Right now, I, I haven't paid anything. My, my electricity is low. And I'm just looking for help. And I thought maybe you were calling because you heard about it or, or something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, how much are you paying every month? Like, I, I, I haven't paid. I just, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm so frazzled right now. I'm sorry. Is there any way I can give you my cash app name? Is there any way you can cash app me just anything? Well, currently, this is for getting with a new solar program. So we oh. just need to determine okay. right, your home if you can figure the beneficiary about the said program. I'm going to be kicked out in a minute. Is there any way you guys can help me? I'm just, I'm looking for it. I'm just looking well, for what kind of help do you want, by the way? Fine. I'm to help you. Okay. If, can you send can you send a hundred bucks today? I can give ah. you my no. I can give you my cash app right. right now. Hey, not a problem, sir. You have a good day. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they call me a fucking thing. <laughs> My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham, Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Rabbi Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, Johnny Beckman Overdrive, uh, 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 Mary Hopkins, and Snitchy Smurf telling you to get busy living because you don't have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bad time. Same that channel. Coming up next is the third hour of power. You know how crazy that is. Black King Network. Where the people come together. Black King Network. Where the people come together. Yeah.
uh, I'm calling because I have my head so far up Jay King's ass, I can't get it out. Oh, my God. Oh. How come I don't get these phone calls? Why are you getting them all, Jay? Because you, you're making them. You're making them. Remember the other day you called? Jay, those motherfuckers hurt my feelings, and they called me a white man and Brad and Ali. They're all jumping on me. Can you no. can you just give them a call and get me off of you? I just called. My arms are right now smelling like shit. And I'm just tired of those fucking guys. I just want to. I want to be a part of the black community. I want to. I want to figure it out. Right. I don't want all the people out anymore, Jay. Jay, I don't want to fucking hang out. I can't be out anymore. I don't want to hang out with the white brothers. I just want to. I just want to pay you guys back. I just. You know what I'm going to do? Because you're so funny. I'm going to send you some Elmer's glue instead of polygrip, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey John, can I ask you a question, John? Absolutely. Man, look, man. Can you can you cash can you cash at me a hundred dollars, man? Absolutely. <laughs> Okay. Right on, man. <laughs> you know, I figure. <laughs> I'm serious, nigga. I bought my hundred dollars today, John. I need it now, man. I gotta go get some. I need to go buy me some crack. <laughs> it was all I could. Do. It was all I could do not to go back off mute and not laugh when he was doing that. Oh I need to go. God. I need to go get me some crack, John. I, love it. I need. A hundred, I need a hundred dollars, man. I'll send you two hundred. I want you to right on, man. That'll give me a double up of rocks. Yeah, I'll get about 10 <laughs> rocks for 200. Oh, my God. And then after, after I smoke them, I'm going to go over there to Snitchy Pooh's house. You need to cut house. them motherfuckers in half. You need nah, to cut them motherfuckers in half and double your money. I'm not going to bust them. No, 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 nigga. I smoke them whole, nigga. No, I don't bust right. shit in half. Oh, I smoke that motherfucker out, then I go looking for it. Then I'm then I'm gonna go looking for snitchy poo with my dangle out. Fred cut him in half. I'm gonna show up on snitchy. I'm gonna show up on snitchy poo's on snitchy poo's block naked with my dangler out, smoking a couple of rocks. Deduction. Your life right. Only thing I'm going to have on is some house shoes. I got to keep my feet together so I can walk (laughs) over there. Oh, my gosh. You want me to save you a couple of rocks in the cold? No, thank you. I sure you. You know, you know them them rocks. Them rocks to keep you off them bagels, girl. You you won't be. You'll lose a lot of weight. (laughs) You lose your appetite. I think I'm going to have to find another way. (laughs) Whew. No, no. <laughs> oh my God, that is killing me. Getting these scammer calls, people. This is too much. I am inspired. I, I wish somebody would call me now. You are a scammer. <laughs> you are a scammer. I gotta work on my crying. <laughs> you are a scammer. I gotta work on mine. I gotta perfect mine. <laughs> oh, I wish the, the next telemarketer gonna get it from me, boy. <laughs> 
said so Why would you say what? that, Scissors? That's unkind. You are a scammer. Double <laughs> H. Which, I mean, all this you because I said are. 40 whiners. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You and Powder, you and Powder, been trying to scam us all for the with the penny challenge and getting us to donate, <laughs> and y'all be the treasurer and all that shit. No, no, we don't have a penny challenge. We're going to be doing a, a fun a fundraiser for books for the little ones and families. Nobody, nobody uh, will help. That's how you. That's how you scam. Y'all be got to bring the the, the little kids in. Shit. <laughs> This is probably about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. The first, oh, I'm sorry, I said treasurer. Let me explain to you why this is dumb. Let me go explain to you why this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Hey, check this, check this out, Reese. You had your, you had your time on the stage, nigga. This is my time now, nigga. We done fucking. How you with gonna you. get books for a bunch of people who can't read? What you the mean? Family, she said for the kids, the nigga. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. The, the kids can't read. You couldn't read. You know, I could read when reading. I was a kid. You can't read your, when you was a kid. Your family, yeah. your family well, reads to you. Read uh, well, your family reads to you? Yes, that's the, that's the inspiration. Um, the whole oh, family is involved. My apologies. So you're <laughs> doing a donation. I mean, you're doing a charity to get parents to read to their children between yeah. what two jobs so they can pay for gas or food are they going to have time to read to their children? Half well, the kids are being of raising themselves. Here's the thing, King Reese. There's Uh-oh, here he time. There's opportunities. I can see. <laughs> no, I give you listen. I give you credit. I give you credit. This is, this is what J.B. talking about. I give you credit <laughs> for trying to do something noble, but I mean, with all due respect, the things that you're just... <laughs> No, I, I can't. Black, black, black bitches, <laughs> illiterate niggers, motherfuckers <laughs> don't feed their children. No, they don't no, come no, there no, and no, brush. No, no, they no, don't no, have no, the no. time <laughs> to read a book. I get it. We get it. I get it. No. I get it. I get it. No, man, that's what I'm saying to you. Let me say something, Fred. Listen real close. No one is bashing the African-American community, unfortunately. No, and this is something that's ugly that's got to be said. He's telling the truth. It's ugly but it's got to be said. Remember when, Oprah, remember when Oprah Winfrey built her school in Africa and she got criticized because someone said, Oprah, you do this show Chicago to why do you dedicate that money towards the educational Uh-oh. ability of schools in Chicago? She was with the nice employer, and she said, and I quote, that, that was our first yep. mission. We the went phone to is fucking up, schools to talk to children. And okay, you're good now. Hold on. She, she said, we went to Chicago. She said, we went to Chicago to talk to children to find out where their needs were met. And she said, all they cared about was sneakers and iPods. This is when iPods were out. She said all they cared about was, was sneakers, tennis shoes, and iPods. And we thought we'd go to Africa because those kids want an education. They need an education. And in my head, the first thing I said was, bitch, you left the scene of a crime. 
It's like watching a kid run out into the street about to get hit by a car, and you let him get hit by the car. You found out that the kids in Chicago only cared about tennis shoes and an iPod, and you didn't take that as an opportunity to get them interested in education? And they were the cars she gave away, Reese, remember? You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. But that's, but that's car. the reason why I said that. That's the reason why I used that analogy. But my point is, is that how fucking dumb was that, that she blamed the kids for her not helping them? They're children. Of course they don't know where their priorities are. You had the means and the opportunity to help them have perspective, and she walked away she, from them. She blamed Apple because Apple made the iPad. And, and, with all, and with all due respect, Oprah can do whatever she wants to do with her money. I am not suggesting she should do what I say. But when you are sitting up here doing TV specials about your African school and somebody asks you that question, at least, you know, and I'm, I'm happy that she t- put young black men through Morehouse and things like that. Those things are absolute, you know, great achievements. It's not like she couldn't have helped the kids in Chicago, but she was blaming the victim. And you don't victim blame. The kids in the the inner city don't care about those things because they have been taught over and over again that those things that they are trying to achieve don't exist. Why would you go to school if people tell you there's no such thing as the American dream? Why would you get an education if everybody says... Wait, wait, why would you go to get an education to better yourself if they tell you that every turn that you make, someone's there to destroy your life? I wouldn't want to fucking, I, I, why would I try to achieve anything? You leave people with no hope, especially when you tell people there is none. Speaking of all So I think what you're doing is noble, I just don't think it'll work. Because she's living in Maui and wants everybody to donate to Maui. Did you uh, contribute? No, I, I heard I heard the Rock. Yeah, I the Rock actually apologized for that shit. I know, the Rock apologized, but Oprah didn't. Oprah, she couldn't got under, no goddamn shame, my friend. She could she couldn't understand why everybody was making a fuss. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's again. That's that shows how out of touch she is. Mm-hmm. And I'll use my earlier point to make that point. But again, you know, you also have to understand, right? You can't tell a kid that America doesn't care about him and America's always going to fuck his life up and he's got a target on his back. How does that inspire a kid to go to school and get an education to become something? You can't yeah. say that to a kid and expect him to be inspired. You just can't. Right. Well, they do, it all, they, they do it, it all the time. Thing. But they do it all the time, and how the kid arises from that shit, you got to get smart in this fucked-up-ass government that they didn't put out here for motherfuckers like us that yeah. live in the low ends of the world. So what we do is we say, fuck it. If they're going to have this at-will law in employment and jobs, we're going to go to school to learn their shit. That way, when we get terminated or fired or we quit, we got seventy or eighty thousand dollars because we went to school to get an associate's degree instead of eight thousand dollars from working a punk ass job for these motherfuckers. You see what I'm saying? Because the shit ain't gonna never stop. The shit ain't gonna never stop. So we have to get smart and find out how to make more money. Go to school, even though we know these motherfuckers ain't gonna give us shit. But we can probably get six to eight months a year and maybe save eighty grand. And you're 100% right. They aren't going to give you anything because they're not obligated to give you anything. But people who these kids trust, remember, their family members are the ones who are telling them that there's nothing out there for them. 
So if the people that they trust the most are telling them give up, your life my is meaningless for the American dream. My mama told me that. She told me that when I was five years that, old, all the way up until I was 13. And she, my mama told me the truth. To help you? And she, it didn't help because I knew what the fuck I was up against at an early age, so I was able to have my shit prepared by the time I got to 20 or 22 because I knew what the fuck I was facing, man. And this is exactly what she said. She didn't lie to me. Okay. So she told you there was no hope. There's no fucking hope out here for a motherfucker that's going up against a system that's against them from the fucking get-go. So you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta get a of that shit and learn and learn that fucking game that they doing to try to get yourself ahead quietly. Acquiesce. But you're saying two things at the same time. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm no, saying why would somebody go to school when somebody tells them that there's no hope for them? And I'm telling you what the fuck they doing it for. Yes, yes, I got that. What I'm asking you is this. Maybe you're not hearing me. I'll say it again. No, I heard exactly what you said. No I listened to you first, and okay. I told you what I said. Stop. Stop. You always try to act like a motherfucker ain't hearing you. Nigga, we all heard what you said. No. Okay, so if the person doesn't have any hope, why are they fighting? What do you mean? Why are they what? Fighting. Why are they, why are they fighting? You said fighting. that there is no fighting hope. Fighting how? That's why fighting how? What do you mean? Fighting for what? Ali, 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 you got to let me finish the sentence and you'll hear it. No, I don't want you, you to let you finish it. No nigga, hope. I heard what the fuck you said in the beginning, nigga. Yeah, and what did I say? Now you're trying, you trying to paralyze my words and some shit that you think I said. Nigga, I was clear too, nigga. You ain't listening. Yeah. You said... There is no hope. That's why you got to put in the extra work. That doesn't make any sense. There is no hope. Why would you put in extra work? That's not what the fuck I said. I just said you got to put in the extra work. Who said that? Then what do you have to do? Then what do you have to do if there's no hope? I'm putting no words in my mouth. Nigga, I'm going to go. I know what to do with you, nigga. I'm going to put your punk ass on mute, nigga. You want to play these motherfuckers, little stupid little games, you little motherfucker? Watch this shit, nigga. Oh, you're breaking you think, my heart. You think you're you you smart, and you think you can do stupid shit, but you're not going to do that shit, Reese. You know what I'm saying? You're always trying to turn shit around. You know what the fuck I said. You wasn't listening to me, nigga, because we all heard your punk ass, and I answered I your ass, you, and you couldn't you answer. Did, you but nigga, I said, I said, oh, now you're saying too this. I got something for you, nigga. Keep talking. You got two oh, minutes, break, nigga. Come here. Get it all out, you motherfucker. Can we get it all out? Go ahead. Say it again, Ali. No, Start he's again. fine. He's he's okay. Let let him let on. Let him let him get his, his little jollies off. My opinion, yet? the only reason okay, to get a college degree is if you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, anything that requires a certain license involved. Exactly. Otherwise, Otherwise learn a trade. Right, go 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 to the mechanical schools or the trade schools. Exactly, get a get a recess proof job, and you won't go as far into debt. Mm-hmm. Well, let me. Yeah, say I this. know he knows. Look, look, wait. Let me say this. I think I think you guys, you know, back in the days, trades were good, but trades is about almost minimum wage itself now. 
I hear guys all the time come out of, out of uh, Mercedes school not getting paid. Uh, How much do you Charles, my, my wife runs a driving school. The, the average beginning pay is like seven to 80000 a year for a truck driver. No. So let me ask you a question. How many people are going to spend their life on, on, a, on a road on a truck? Do you know that's one of the most unhealthy Plenty. jobs in America? No, I'm asking you. Shit, you know even I want that, that job. Listen. No, listen. <laughs> Do you know that's one of the most unhealthiest jobs in America? I don't want hey, that if I was job. Young, if I was younger and wasn't doing anything, I thought, man, this would be a great job. Let me tell you something. My, that is one my, of the most unhealthiest jobs in America. My, my, my motherfucking And this other motherfucker's gone. Go ahead, Charles. Say what you're going to say, man. I got these motherfuckers on mute. One of the reasons why it's the most unhealthiest job, because they spend more of their time sitting down, driving, and sleeping, and then doing no exercise. They spend more of their time driving for the dollar than being at home and having a consistent life. It is unhealthy. Most of those guys have to go through a health test every year to keep their license. And someone wind up not having it into their 40s and 50s because they want unhealthy. Yeah, but all you have to do, listen, if you care about your life, all you have to do is live healthier. They're not forced to be unhealthy. Reese, Reese, you can eat healthy, uh, but if you don't exercise and you're just sitting down, that is who not Who says that they don't? But who says that Reece, they don't? They don't. Reese, look up the statistics. You don't know every you know truck driver. You know, you're on statistics. Oh. No, no, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you're about statistics. You're about statistics. Look it up, and I'm going to end it like that. Look yeah, up the statistics, do. Listen and then you'll find it. Okay. Listen, the truck driving industry, okay, again, is a very vast industry. They are the movers and shakers of every product that runs through this country. Oh, my People God. love it. Okay. Yeah, so other people have different, people have hey, different, listen, people, people have different lifestyles. Hold on. That's right. People, yes, there are hazards to every employee, be it, you know, in, uh, what every, call, trade, every trade, every trade, every trade has risk. Every truck trade. drivers, on the other hand, there are guys who, and I've talked to them, and I've talked to bikers who are truck drivers. A lot of them are single, and I say a lot of them are single. Back in my bar days, a lot of them are single guys. Yeah, um, a lot more. There too. are some who have families that are gone six months at a time, and then they take six months off, but they make a more than that. Of money on their run. Oh, no, they make a shit ton of money. And then, they're, own and then they're home for a long no, time. No, if they own the yeah, truck. Yeah, if they own the if truck. Own that's the right. Truck. The guys I know own their that's truck. That's right. Yeah, the There's not many people who own a truck. That's fact. That's true. Only if they own a truck. That's because true. most of the industry, and I'm going to tell you another fact, because I know more people in logistics. Fuck the truck driver. Mm-hmm. I know people in logistics oh, yeah, I know the logistics. that fuck the truck driver. Wait, I'll stop. Yeah. I know a lot of people in logistics that fuck the truck driver out of their money because they tell them they get extra oh, yeah, loads and whatever. No, but I'm telling you, don't believe, you can talk about all the shit you want, Reese, about all the shit you want. I've been in retail, listen to me. I've been in retail and back and fucking understand truck way before longer than you. I've been in this business. You can't Actually, tell me. Actually, not true. I, 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 yeah, Charles. Yeah, Reese, yes, I have. I was in the same day logistics in 1994. Reese, I was back in 1992, I was in the warehouse working with trucks and understand POs. Okay, I was yeah. actually, listen, I was a dispatcher no. for a company called Logistics Worldwide dis- that became dynamic. So, okay, so you know yeah, all dude. the time they fucking them. So you know all That's the time they That's what I said. Okay. So again, I said. I know you're doing what you're talking about. So again, so again, so again you, he's trying, Beckman's trying to say, 
Oh, no, they're making decent money. You know, a lot of them are getting fucked. The only way you make money, if you, if you like, one of your partners is a dispatcher, and y'all get on one and one and then y'all coaching together. Other than that, you're getting fucked. Yeah, to listen to me. I, that's when you first mentioned it, the first thing I said was, yes, I know, because I was a dispatcher for a company. I was an operations manager for Logistics Worldwide in 1994. I started there in May. I was operations manager in eight months. I ran that company. I made it $2.5 million. We were one location on 31st Street and Fifth Avenue. It was my first corporate job. We turned that company. We got bought out by a company called Dynamics. You'll see those trucks running through the, your neighborhood that say in blue letters, Dynamics. That's the company that bought us, Dynamics. They bought us. Right? That's Let how me ask we you were. something, Reese. Let me ask you something, Reese. Did a motherfucker tell you before you did all that that there was no hope? Actually, my Uncle Nicky, I tell this story all the time. My Uncle Nicky told me, he asked me when I was 15 years old what I wanted to do, and I said I wanted to do radio. And he said, the white man ain't never going to let you do that. And the first thing I said was, the fuck he not. I said, the fuck he is not. And where's Uncle Nicky now? Uncle Nicky's dead. Where's his nephew, Reese? (laughs) This is this story. True fact. Kid comes from California because California uh, pay because California cost of living is high. Comes down south with a twenty dollars twenty one dollars salary. Now I'm going to tell you twenty one dollars down south ain't shit either. So I can imagine what it is in fucking California. And because he's coming down with this this such such, the sword took him in, but the sword fell some type of way. This kid must be all that. Because he's at this X amount of dollars. That's the mindset that we live in today. We feel like $20 an hour is a fucking lot of money. Now you have barbers out there making much that some people who have a medical degree with now. You have barbers getting $40 a head, $50 a head. And you got people in science that's not even making that much. Some of these guys are cutting two, two heads an hour. Making a hundred dollars off top. Society is fucked up, and then you guys, y'all, y'all, y'all push a lot of fucking bullshit. Like, and I'm gonna tell you something. Everybody who calls this shit about, you know, raising minimum wage, that's not the fucking answer. Until society understands that they stop high ranking fucking products and shit like that, that shit ain't gonna never happen. And every time you get a dollar, in the industry get a dollar. The people who rent your houses, where you rent your houses from, they want a dollar. That's the way this, this works. This is where it works now. For every dollar you get, somebody takes three more. Well, let me just say this. The one of the biggest problems we have, especially in our community, and I know a lot of people like to use that term. I don't believe in it, but I'll use it just for the sake of this argument. People have to stop treating $10 like it's nothing. $10 is far more than zero. And dudes will sooner turn away from a, a job at the you full of shit. I'm, put, I'm stopping your ass right here, nigga. Yeah. Fuck you, Reese. Yeah. Nigga, you said six, earlier than this morning, nigga, you said $16 or $16.30 wasn't shit. He was talking shit about a motherfucker that was making minimum wage and they wasn't running with the big ballers. Now you saying 
$10 is better than nothing. It's money. Nigga, you full of shit, Reese. Fix your shit, man. Fix your shit. I don't shit. know what you're talking about with this 16. You know, yeah, I'll tell I'm you glad, what. I'm, you glad, know what I'm, I'm glad I don't get me. Okay, I'll put I'm your punk ass back on him. mute. I'm glad I'll put I don't your punk ass back on mute. Oh, Did no. you hear this nigga say about 1630 man. early today? Man, but he'll dog you out on payday, and when it's time to, you know, you know, man up and pay you and shit, that motherfucker ain't, he, he, he crooked, he'll fuck you over. I never said anything about, we talked about salaries today? I didn't say anything today about salaries. I didn't even join any discussion about that. That wasn't you me. full of shit, Reese. Reese, you full of I shit. We, period. Hold on, hold on. Nicole, did we talk about salaries today? Nigga, don't ask nobody else, nigga. I'm talking to you, nigga. Ask me, nigga. Well, I'm, I'm on the mute. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to clarify, because I said nothing about finances today. Nigga, you've been talking weight. about you said you was a big baller earlier. Oh no, no, you. I was okay. Hold on, I was ragging on you, Steph. That shit I was making fun of. That's well, what I was making nigga, fun of. Making, I, think there's, I think there's truth in your joke, nigga. No, it's just if you know I was making fun. Here's what I'm talking no, about. No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Because then, the, then you come with this shit about <laughs> somebody being told there's no hope. <laughs> and why, they, why would they go to school, nigga? Nigga, you got a lot of anti-black shit going on, Reese. And you think don't nobody catch it. But there's a lot of black anti-shit going on. And then you tell me, oh, I was joking. Oh, nigga, when are you serious or when are you joking, nigga? Please let us know before you start talking, nigga. Please. Okay, I'm serious right now. Can I be serious right now? Okay, I'm going to be serious okay. too, nigga. If you say something else, fuck that, I'm seriously going to mute your ass, nigga. Okay. Well, let me say this. I don't believe I don't believe in a minimum wage. I think a minimum wage hurts employees. It does not help workers. There should not be a national minimum wage. I believe that the market should dictate what people should be paid, and I believe that people should weigh their options for where they go. I like the fact that people can can, can ensure where they stay and where they go, and I like the fact that employers have to attract employees by incentivizing them, giving them benefits, giving them certain. I had to mute this nigga, man. He full of shit. This nigga said he don't think it should be a minimum wage, so he think the motherfucker should be able to pay a motherfucker based on however much his motherfucking moving company brings in. So if they bring in five dollars to pay everybody an hour, he'll pay a motherfucker five dollars. This nigga full of shit. Look, preacher man. Let me tell you what he said. <laughs> he been dancing all fucking morning. That motherfucker say. A truck driver is a good job. That's a good way to make a living. Yeah, the motherfucker said, but you could get fucked at it. Yeah, you, you, uh, the, 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 the big man, uh, the logistic end of it is fucking you. It's fucking you. Oh, but I'll pay you $10 an hour, and that's just as good as it beats a blank. Read between the lines on shit. Reese believes believes if your company is making enough to pay everybody $5 an hour, then that's how much you should pay them. You fuck face. Actually, that's not what I believe. That's what you believe, nigga. That's what you believe, nigga. You said you didn't want a motherfucking minimum wage. You'd rather pay a motherfucker based on however much the motherfucking company's bringing in. No, no, no. The industry 
dictates no, how much nigga, you No, nigga, don't you just say shit about another industry, way. nigga. I'm muting your ass. You, you ain't fucking this. Jay, call Jay King to get back on, nigga. Fuck what you talking about. Nigga, you crazy motherfucker, Reese. Uh, but you know what, though? I ain't going to do you like that. I'm going to let your punk ass back in because I know you're full of shit. We all know you're full of shit, okay. nigga. That's okay that you think I'm full of shit. I just know, listen, I just know this. I just know this industry because aside from owning a business, I've been an employee. And I know this argument because I'm nigga, making Why do you got to bring up words like industry, nigga, when a motherfucker's just trying to eat and feed their family? Why do you got to bring up industry and market and all this so shit? A motherfucker got to eat, Reese, and get clothes for their motherfucking kids and themselves, nigga. Don't you think that you should know the industry you're a part of? When I first started working for U-Haul, I knew I was only going to be a phone operator. If I got a business and I need help, guess what? I got to pay for that. Yeah, I know. Ali, listen to what I'm saying. When I first worked for for um for U-Haul, I was only making eight dollars an hour, dude. No, I said you took an hour, right, Maybe you let them, no, no, you no, let no, them no, pay no, you no, that. No, yes. Uh, yes, I'm trying to make that point. You're making it for me. Yes, I took the job. They paid me ten dollars an hour, and in a in a, in a year. I was an area. I mean, I was an area field manager with my yeah, own job, but I had to do what I had to do in order to get that gig. That's all. That's pretty much. You have to apply yourself. But when I first moved there, I looked up the history of the company and got a, and got a leg up, and got a leg up, so I, I could understand how to move through the company. Charles having side conversations while you was talking. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was saying that I when I first started moving for the company. I was making $10 an hour, and it was a part-time gig. In less than a year, I turned it into a full-time gig with a salary because I learned everything I could about the company because I didn't know whether or not I was going to stay in that one position, but I damn sure wasn't planning on it. But I made sure that right. I was good at my job and I excel. So when I say, so, so, so when I say, so, so you were going to take a $10 an hour. So you were explaining you've been fighting to keep yourself going because you had this money and you had to make this money and you turned it into something big, right? But you were also said right. your uncle told you there was no hope, but that, but right. you kept yeah, going, yeah. right? No, that's right. I ignored the, listen, I ignored That's why I know, maybe don't you hear us talking? Yeah. Shut your yeah. ass up. For, God damn it, I don't even know why you even break it in. Nigga, wait till the motherfucker's done. Anyway, Reese, you said that the, the uh, see, she didn't fuck me up now with that bullshit. <laughs> Shut okay, up, I'll, woman. I'll tell, you what you, I'll tell you what you said. You were talking about how a person doesn't have hope, and then I took the job for $10. That was the point that I was trying to make. Right, but you also feel that a child that's told they have no hope, why would they try to go learn something to better themselves right. or something to that effect? Right, 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 right. But right, that's right. what you did. So why did you do it then? The only reason why I did it was because I wasn't going to let anybody dictate to me what was or what isn't going to be my success. I'm stubborn. That's what they doing, Reese. Now you're black, nigga. You get a medal for me. Where's the applause there for this nigga? Where's the applause there for this nigga? That's what I'm saying, nigga. Speak up, my nigga. That's what I'm talking about. Let me say, let me say this. When I was, 
when I was working for U-Haul and I was talking about, remember when I just said you got to be willing to take the, do- the job that's $10 an hour? That $10, do- then $10 an hour job, it was a part-time job at U-Haul. That was in 2013, a year after I moved to Virginia, a year after I married Mary. And I took that job, and then I had a part-time job that Mary got me at her company, and then they gave me the area. When I told them I was going to leave for a full-time job at Mary's job, they said, no, we don't want you to leave. We want to give you a promotion. And they did. And I got the promotion in less than a year. But like I said, I was willing to take the $10-an-hour job because it doesn't matter where the money's coming from. You've got to do what you got to do. And I was going to do what I had to do. So when other that's, people tell you that, that's, that's there's, what no, I'm saying. there's no opportunity. You did all that it. based on somebody, some adult, or some motherfucker telling you, you ain't, there's no hope. And so that's what all these kids is doing, man. Same thing yeah, but they gotta go. They got to push yes. through that. I wish people would stop telling some of these kids that there is no hope because some kids believe it. No, I think, I think that, Reese, Reese, when you don't tell them there's no hope, they're not going to do nothing about trying to make themselves better, man. Motherfuckers need to be told there's no hope because look what it did for you. It don't work the other way around. It never does. These motherfuckers that's, that's not told there's no hope, they end up on drugs, on, on, on uh, killing motherfuckers, killing their parents, all kind of stupid shit that's fucked up. So I appreciate the motherfucker that keeps the pet bull around on these motherfucking kids. Don't let them, don't let the pet bull bite the kid, but keep that motherfucker barking around them. That's a good analogy. I just don't believe that you should tell kids that there's a target on their back and there is no hope for them because I think some kids become reckless because of that, because they go, you know, what's the use of going to school? What's the use of getting an education? What's the use of bettering myself? They need somebody like Reese to come tell them there's no hope, but this is what you can do. There is hope. No, I won't tell them there is no hope. I just refuse to tell them that. We're not not telling the truth. Find another way then. Find another way to say no hope. They got different words. You know different words that mean hope. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know kids yeah. like that. That's weird. That's I, weird I do. Fun. Actually, uh, my friend Jennifer, my former friend Jennifer, her son Josh, um, she put him at this college with, and he got a, a football Man, scholarship there. Man, the fuck I tell a kid that there's no, no hope? And he... Man, he you know, you got you know Fred, Don't you hear this nigga Reese talking, Fred? Shut your motherfucking Twinkie finger ass you up and tweet. You ain't talking about I got something yeah. for you, nigga. Shut up. Shut up. Go ahead, Reese. No, he was, you know, this kid, Joshua, he ended up working for me for a little while. And he actually wanted to start his own business after working for me. But he was going through some stuff. She found guns in, the, in his bedroom and stolen credit cards. And she was scared. Because here's this kid in college, and he's running around with a rough crowd and doing some crazy shit, and just didn't make sense. He was like, wait a minute, I give him everything. And so I started asking her questions about, you know, are you teaching him that he's a privileged young black man who goes to college and can get an education because you can afford it? And she was like, no, he ain't got no privileges. I'm like, how you figure? He's a young black man going to a college with a football scholarship and getting an education for free. What do you mean he's not privileged? What are you telling him, that, he, that, that he's some sort of black kid who's got a target on his back? She goes, but he does. I said, then ask yourself this simple question. Why do you think he's out here fucking up? You're telling him that everything you give him is worth nothing because in the end, it means nothing. 
Of course he's going to take it like it means nothing. Of course he's going to be a fuck-up. Because he doesn't think anything that he's doing is worth anything. He's going to accomplish anything. He well, thinks the you know, is up. Yeah, you're right. Maybe she shouldn't have told him that. I mean, like, look, man, a, a lot of these kids, you can look at them and tell if they should be told certain things. You, it's, it's a certain time when you need to tell of them course. stuff. Of course. And of I course. think that they out of line yeah. with how they tell them. Uh, and you might be right about some of that shit. You right. You, you matter of fact, you are right about that shit. Well, I appreciate that. So, Nicole, uh, make sure that you don't get the unapproved books for those children. Do not buy them gender queer. Uh, also, <laughs> right. Dr. Seuss. Dr. And do Seuss not bring them bagels and none of that bag cream cheese and shit either that you be coming teaching the kids with. Yeah, Dr. Seuss is also um, uh, banned books. By the way, we can no longer teach our kids Dr. Seuss. I don't know if you know that. Um, well, I actually, uh, I do have Dr. Seuss on the list. You, of course you do. <laughs> oh. oh. Should okay. I read it because it's white? Should I read it because it's right? <laughs> Should I ban it because it's black? Or should I ban it because it's whack? <laughs> should I ban it because they should ride I... bikes? Or should I ban it because it was written by a dyke? Wow. <laughs> wow. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so can you find can a who? A donut for what, baby? You want? Oh, I'm sorry. Bagel girl, come on! I thought you had something to say. That there's your time. Well, see, so I was. You ain't got no skills. No, I was listening. You've already, you've already come, you've already came, you've already came to a point of agreement with your brother that you understand his point of view and he understands your point of view. All I was going to say about that was. The difference is when we were younger and we were told certain things, we didn't. I, I don't know. If, I don't know. Okay, I, I can't see for everyone. I showed you how to run radio, nigga. Pardon you. He, 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 um, so. You uh, quiet. So that was your cue. It was your cue when it was quiet for you to get in. You ain't saying shit. But then you so try to talk when me and Reese is talking. But when it's quiet and it's your cue, nigga, that's what I'm saying. I thought six hours were running a dagger up in you, girl, showing you how to do radio. No, 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 no. There's no dangler. Deductions, cuddles, deductions. So what I was trying to say was I can't speak for all young people um, coming up back in the day, but I think the the message was a little bit different. I think that we were we might have been told from fear base um, that don't pursue that particular thing because they didn't want us to be disappointed that we might not be included um, as a candidate for that opportunity. Versus now. Um, young people um, are some young people being told just outright, no matter what you do, it's not going to work for you. And so that was the the, the difference. I thought that uh, King Reese was missing what you were saying versus, and you were missing what he was saying. But you all have come together, and that's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad to be a part of the third hour of power. Um, but you do know cuddles because I, I did report. Are you glad to be third part of the third hour of power today? Yes. Yes, today is your day. best. Today is your best third hour of power right right here today. No, every day, every day it is it is a good day. I want to hear you say that today is your best third hour of power experience. No, no, no. Because see, somebody would have said to me about maybe 
13 years ago that queens couldn't come on kings in the morning, they wouldn't be accepted. You see, somebody would have told me, don't even try. You're talking about I, Reese and me, Ali, nigga. I didn't say Plankton's name at all, Cuddles. I said well, there was no gay. If I mentioned somebody told you they couldn't no queen be over here 13 years ago, there had to be Plankton because I ain't ever said no shit about no queen. You inferred Plankton, but, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been asked, um, you know, like scissors. You see scissors? You see how, you, like, I mean, lack of nice knees. I mean, he was worse 13 years ago. You see what I'm saying? But right now, he, you know, he understands that queens can contribute in, in a kid's world. Wait, wait, wait. You lack of nice knees. You lack niceties and, and and you Nicole, you lack adequate drinking water. What what? Nicole, what? Let me say this. You, oh, you're 100 right. You on, I'm I'm, I'm I agree with you on the sense of what what you were saying as far as like the, the the disconnect between myself and Ali. But look, the bottom line on both of that is is that again the most important factor in all of this is is that people think that they're doing especially young, young, impressionable inner-city kids, and that includes white kids, too. Right. If you well, hold on, anybody, hold on here, cowboy. She didn't say she, she was talking about the disconnection. She said that we had a disagreement, but then we brought it together, brother. Yes, 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 yes. She I know, but there's she people did. listening, Reed. There's people listening, Reed. Listen, you, listen, you left that out. God damn it, nigga. Give us some props, I, yes, nigga, when it's did, time, nigga. You're making come, me feel like I, come, you just told me, you just told me I had no hope without mentioning it right then. You just told me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go cry now. I got to take a yes, shit. Go, go ahead. Yes, 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 you have, yes, you have hope. Listen, what I mean is, is that, again, if you tell people, right, if you're going to tell them that the road is tough, you have to tell mm-hmm. them that the road is tough. It's just that simple, right? You say, the road is tough. I like it when Jay King says this, right? It, I don't think it's true for everyone, but I like when he says it. When he says, you have to work 10 times or two times harder than your white counterpart. Of course yeah. that's true. I believe, that, I believe that wholeheartedly because, again, being in the corporate world, I knew what it was like when people called me aggressive. And I can hear the undertone of bigotry when they said it. Like if I got angry and I was turned up about something someone did in the corporate world that was unethical, my, my response to it, they always told me, don't take it personal, they said. And I said, I don't know about you, motherfucker, but this job pays my bills and keeps a, wor- a roof over my head. How can I not yeah. take it personal? Right? Like yeah. these things, this supply the, the ability for me to live. It's always personal at my job. So. Yeah. And when people said that to me, I could see the undertone because they didn't want an angry black man in the office. But I said to them, you're gonna, and I said this to my Jewish boss, you're going to have to get used to a person who is passionate about this business because if there are failures, they fall on me. And if there are successes, you won't even know I'm there. I really believe when J. King says that, you've got to work 10 times as hard because you, in order to be recognized, you've got to be recognized. And that's not even the worst part, Nicole. When we got bought out by that company, Dynamic, yeah. they took my position from me. They kept me with my same salary, but yeah. they made me a phone operator, a glorified phone operator making over $30,000 a year. 
which I knew meant that I was on the way out because they couldn't afford a salaried, you know, they were paying guys by the hour. They were paying me a salary. They were going to get rid of me. So sure enough, that's what happened. But ever since then, I knew exactly what the game was. I recognized the bigotry. I recognized my, my, my work ethic, but it never, ever, I could have taken that opportunity and said, see, they don't want no black man to succeed in nothing. And I could have become a bum. I refused. Did you sue him, though? Oh. No, I didn't have to sue him. I didn't have to sue him. Why I just not? left and I got another. No, I left, I got another job. And guess what my next job was? What? Their competitor? Hot, hot, hot 97. Oh. Well, that's, that's okay. when you should have sued them then. That's no, no, when you should have sued them. No, no, listen. I worked at Hot 97 and I made a job. Listen, man, you lost money because you went and got another successful job. You did good in it. So you Actually, showed where you were. Well, it, it you did because you, Reese, let me no, show no, you listen. what successful, it listen to what success I'm talking about. You were able to find a, you were, you were, you were successful and find another job rapidly after this last bullshit job. That's success right there. Yeah, no, you're right. I was able to find another job. Now, guess what? In order to take the job at Hot 97, I had to get paid $125 a week. I made two fifty every two weeks as a writer. I worked six hours a day, from five days a week, making two hundred and fifty dollars every two weeks, until we left Hot ninety seven. That was in two thousand. I mean, sorry, two thousand one. September eleventh happens. I get my big debut on the air. We leave the station in two thousand and three. By the time we start working for Power one hundred five, I'm making seventy thousand dollars a year. $70,000 a year because I scraped and I worked from the bottom. I never gave up. I didn't care that I was yeah. only making $250 every two weeks. But that's what I'm saying. When you want something and you believe in it, you will do whatever it takes. You will take the pennies if it's something that you love and something that's worth it. You can't tell yeah. people that there is no hope because they will listen. Well, there's trust here. And when we are in the, we're in the position of adults, we're to be giving out good information. So in how you say something is also um, a part in that. So um, here's what I wonder. What can we do to turn some of this around for our young people? Because many of them really are feeling hopeless. And I, I do believe, yes, you, you cannot um, expect someone to, to, to put in the sacrifice, that, that I should say the, the, de- the dedication required um, uh, every day you know, if they don't have, if, you, if a person doesn't have hope that this is going to work out in some form or fashion. So what can we, what can we do to turn some of this around? I know we, we can't do everything, so I say some of it. You because got to celebrate. They don't read any of you, your rough drafts. You got to listen. You got to celebrate. Noted. You got to celebrate the life of Kunta Kente on the same level you celebrate the life of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is an entrepreneurial success. You look at his. You ever seen his his um his uh his pedigree? Magic yes, Johnson, I, what he owns. Well, let, let's he, see this. I I know that it's extensive. I, I know he's done a lot. Well, yeah, wrong, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with everything. No, no, no. I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that we can recognize what our history was, but we also have to. We also have to learn if not benefit from our successes as well. If we're only telling yes. each other about where we failed, 
or how things were. You know what I'm saying? If we're always telling people about what our failures are or where the failures were against us and never talk about our, 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 you know, our dalliances, right? We only talk about our dalliances, but we never ever talk about our successes. We never talk about our hope. You know, when, it, when Italians talk about, their, you know, when Irish, the Irish famine, sure, they never forget about the Irish fathom, but the hell if they don't celebrate you too. They celebrate who they are. They celebrate their heritage. They talk about the good as well as the bad. People say that mm-hmm. Jews never, ever forget about the Holocaust, but guess what? They celebrate every high holiday like it's their life depended on it because it's important to talk about the successes of Esther. It is important to talk about the successes of Moses. Those things have to be celebrated just as much as your turmoil. You've got to have a fair balance because if it's all about slavery and we ain't shit, people will think they ain't shit. Yes. Are there any ideas on best approach to find young people and share this this wisdom with them and and the way you know just 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 uh, you know help tip the scales here um because you know I do work with young people and um well I, you know I work with us bigger babies too but but I'm saying this 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 theme of hopelessness um is pretty much rampant um with our young people, and then at the same time, young people be, are, are, are kind of being vilified yeah. and said, "Well, you know, you know, well the young people oh, they're just lazy. They don't want to do nothing." I mean, I'm not saying that that wasn't said about well, our listen, generation, but yeah. listen, they're not going. They're not going to get rid. Hopelessness is not going to ever leave a person after they've been told that. What happens is, this is my opinion. What happens is, a person learns how to void that shit. And, and and breathe that shit out. But the hopeless feeling, that shit don't never leave. That shit stays in you. That's going to help light your fire. You understand? So they never lose that once they've been told that, and no matter how they sway, it, it's, it's going to always be there for them. So I don't think that a, a child today just need to learn how to, the basics, how to stay their ass out of trouble. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing we need to show these kids is how to stay out of trouble and and make best decisions that they can on a day-to-day basis. We can't leave these kids alone uh, seven days a week. We can't leave them alone one or two days. We got to be on these kids to find out how they doing, not on them to bother them, but just checking on them. You know, like you Check wake in. up every day. They got, hey, how you doing, man? Look, I got this new toothbrush for you, man. Look, it got Michael Jackson on it, man. But you you bringing this toothbrush, and you really observing this child, and you got them concentrating on the toothbrush, but you looking around their room, you looking at them, looking to see if they sick, if they feel cool, if they smiling, they hungry. You know, you looking at all this shit while you got them concentrating on this goddamn Michael Jackson toothbrush. Yeah. So you got to you got you got to yeah. stay on them, man, you know, but we we don't have time. Nobody wants to fuck with the kids, you know. Uh, and that's sometimes what I'm at. That's what I'm Sometimes saying. a lot of kids got Down syndrome, depression, and all this stuff. You can't even let yeah. them go to the bathroom by themselves. You got to stand by the door sometimes, make sure them motherfuckers ain't doing something crazy in the bathroom or their bedroom. You got to watch some of these kids because their mindsets are not the same as a lot of these young folks. Some folks, 
you know, got parents that's two of them that's there, and they still ain't doing good. They got both parents. They got money, everything. The dude got new clothes every time he goes to fifth or sixth grade, and the motherfucker still ain't ain't happy. Right. Think about those kids that are committing suicide in silence. And, and, you know, we just had an 11-year-old black girl in Hartford, Connecticut, that took her own life, 11 years old. She was a black girl in an all-white school. She was getting bullied, and nobody knew. Nobody knew. Parents didn't right. know. How, do you, how does an 11-year-old, like, how did she get out of your sights as a parent? I get it if you're working hard, but an 11-year-old, you can't leave that child alone at home. You see her you, every right, day. Right, but you mentioned it you, earlier when, when you all were saying this about, you know, the getting books to the – in the hands of families to encourage some family time with the little ones. You said, well, how are they to, how is that to be successful? So valid exactly. question. Um, well, that's, that's how 11, an 11 year old uh, get, gets up off the radar because, you know, but what I'm saying is that my um, hope is in this solution. Now I got to step away and hang up because um, I just got a phone call. I, I want to be able to come back. I don't know if I'll be able to call in. Nigga, um, before get on, nigga. You just talked about the right. conversation. Bye, nigga. I'm putting your ass on right. you. Please take over. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, get your no, ass out of here, nigga. I believe, I believe wholeheartedly, I believe wholeheartedly in telling people, you know, there's so many. Uh, I was just talking about this not so long ago on, on, on WTIC was that, you know, we have become such a secular, secularist society. You know, one of my biggest things that I get into Jay King with Ali, you notice that Jay King and I are always going back and forth about how he feels about the ministry, right? You know, he's always sort of love, you know, making fun of Lovelace and all that other stuff. And I get, not that I don't get where he's coming from, because I do. Of course, in every industry, there's a, you know, a, a freaking hodgepodge of ministers who give two dams about the word that, or the sermon that they're given right, as long as they get right. the check. How, right. However, the part that I kind of run into an issue with, and I've always pushed back on it, is that one of the biggest problems I think that we have in our society, not just in black communities, but any community, is the stepping away from religion or God or even Jesus Christ, for that matter, as a reason to do whatever anybody wants. If you look at most of these people, right, look at the people who are talking about I can now identify as a woman or people who want to mutilate their children to cut off their daughter's breasts so they can pretend to be a boy. People are taking on the role of God. They're saying that God put them in the wrong body. You have to be completely dismissive of God as a whole or of a higher power as a whole if you think that God put you in the wrong body. That's, I mean, that's where we've become, this narcissistic, self-involved, self-important society that says that they can defy the laws of God. And that's why I have a problem with people making so much fun of religion that people, instead of paying attention to the minister and what he's doing, end up throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying religion in and of itself is a joke or a hoax. And it's not. Right, right. Well, see, that's, that's what I'm saying, because even in that book that they read, whether they people believe it or not, in the books, the Bibles I'm talking about, that it, it doesn't say that anywhere in there that you should raise a girl to be a boy or a boy to be a girl. It doesn't say that. Nowhere in there. 
My, my favorite you know I mean? part argument about the Bible is, and I hear this all the time, is when people say, I don't believe that book. That book was written by man. And so I'm like, every book was written by man, dude. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's like it's such a false equivalent. <laughs> First of all, let me just say this. I didn't want Uh-oh. to be a girl. I didn't want to. One day I tackled this boy and it felt good. And I've been tackling the boys ever since, and I'm sorry I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he said one day I tackled the boy and it felt good. <laughs> from me so that I can run and tackle you. <laughs> now, who, now, now who, is, who in the Bible, who said in the Bible that 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 it, that it, it made reference to a boy could be a girl and a girl could be a boy? Did oh, no, he said it, no, it, he says it doesn't. No, he said it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I said it does doesn't. Somebody say, did somebody say no, 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 was talking about, he Reese was talking about some of these religious people that, that raise oh. these kids. They, they are, they'll cut off their daughter's tits just so they can be a boy. They, they taking the role of trying to be God when they instead of let God be God himself. And I said, well, you know, nowhere in that Bible does it say a, 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 a parent is supposed to raise a boy to be a girl or a, a girl to be a boy. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, I was just saying that how, how, how arrogant it is of human beings now to suggest that God put them in the wrong body or made them the wrong gender. It's like the right. hubris of that, well, that claim. It's, well, I mean, you know what? Well, no, I mean, it's not, it's not that, that God may or may not have done it, but it could be that, you know, um, um, just like anything else, you know, um, sometimes, you know, people are born without all their limbs. I believe that Correct. that somebody that, that that somebody could have been born, you know, um with um um you know, with wrong chromosomes and stuff like that. But but you know, but you know it. You know yeah. um, from the time that they're little, you know it. Right. You know, you know, um some people they, you know, they're fine, and they start, and, they, and I'm not saying everybody, but they start doing drugs, and they start experimenting and doing other stuff. And next thing you know, you know, somebody then went, you know, old dirt road on them, dirt diggler style. <laughs> and now... <laughs> Did you ever, Jay King? Did you ever hear the statistic? Did you ever hear the statistic? Did you ever hear the statistic of those people who have this? Did you ever hear about the statistic that they took of those who have this gender dysphoria and how associated with sexual abuse they are? No, but I could. But you know what? That wouldn't be unusual for me. Exactly. Why would? And why would I not? Th- why would I not think that? Why would I not think that somebody being sexually abused would have a, a a negative impact on them on their sexual sexual emotions? Yep. 
mm-hmm. you know, of course, uh, you know, um, you know, um, you you touch people in ways that make them, um, you know, that 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 turn them into something else. Uncomptable so, in their yeah, own. Make them, yeah, make them uncomfortable in their yeah, own skin. Make them, but it makes them fearful about different people, about different words. You know, um, you might be a very kind person who's just loving and 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 a touching person, but because they've had the touch of a pervert, shit, you feel like a pervert. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's tra- it's so, incredibly traumatizing. I was having that discussion with someone, and I was like, when I saw the the actual numbers, and the number we're talking about a high scale, we're talking about a good eighty two percent. And I'm like, no, like sexual dysphoria or gender dysphoria, it is a mental condition. You find sex to be, you know, because you in your own body, someone took advantage of that, you immediately reject your own sexuality, right? Because you were this in this body, someone took advantage of it, so you wish to be the opposite of it so that people don't look at you. Like we're girls who refuse to dress nice or only wear like Timberland boots and, and baggy jeans because somebody looked at them inappropriately. People are very particular about how they're treated in that manner, and you get a reaction. It's real. It's visceral. Yeah, hey, y'all said it all, man. Yeah, it's it's a frightening... It's just frightening, and I feel bad for these kids, who especially just what the fact that. Do you know who that that girl Ellen Page? Ellen Page. Yeah, Ellen Page was. um, If you watched any of those, um, the first X Men movies with Hugh, uh, what's his name? Oh shit, I forget the guy who plays Wolverine, but you know who he is. Anyway, but she was in the um, she was in the uh, uh, in the X Men movies, and. she played uh, one of the X-Men characters, but her name is Ellen Page. She just changed her name to Elliot. She cut her breast off. She made it very public on Instagram. She cut her breast off. She had these two freaking incisions done to remove her breast um, so she could look more and more like a boy. She got a little Bieber haircut, and she now identifies as a man. But, you know, everybody asks, just like, what did that come from? And sure enough, it's because she was in Hollywood, and because she was abused as a young actress. That's called the Weinstein effect. That's correct. That is correct. I don't mean to laugh, but just... <laughs> or, the, or the Woody Allen... Damn, it's man, that's a tough game. She's got a case of the Weinstein <laughs> Allen. Hey, I like that, Jay. That could be a nice wine we could put out there. <laughs> the Weinstein Allen. That gets you fucked up. The no, bubble you had. There's a lot of guys out there that believe that that's the Hollywood way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen them actors going to prison and all that type of shit for doing that type of stuff. You know, 
They 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 uh, uh, even they even tried to throw that on Bill Cosby. I don't know. You think Bill really slipped him the bill? I think yeah. I think it, I, I, listen. It was far from the course for Hollywood. Nobody wants to believe that that Bill Cosby would do it because of Bill Cosby. Because you see a persona of Bill Cosby on um, on television. But yeah, that don't make him not pervy. Right. No. Yeah, we Reese called Reese call dropped. Oh, he was obviously a little pervy, and because you know, why would um, why would a girl call him pervy if he wasn't? No, maybe you know, she was pervy women, too. Why would so many women call him pervy? Well, I'm just one. saying, where was they at, though? Like, where were these women at to even see Bill Cosby? Like, were they at well, a party I mean, or something? Well, you know, it's Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, what Bill Cosby would do is he would, he would act under the office of a mentor. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm going to mentor you. <laughs> Jay said I was gonna miss so basically he he getting in them to come meet him somewhere then. Yeah, sometimes you know, inviting them to shows. You know, um but the one girl the one the one that really got him in trouble was the last one where he um from Temple University because see if if he hadn't have done that to her yeah. He could have, yeah. um, they, they couldn't have got him. They couldn't have brought him back because everything else was, um, you know, it, you know, it had already been done. But because of that, they were able to, um, they were able to bring him back, you know, because he, because this niggas is pervalicious. So what you think? What they what you think about them trying to get with him now again? Well, you know, now the Me Too movement is so strong. Now what they're trying to do is suing for his money. Now they're trying man. to get all his money for You know, but, hey, man, women are vicious, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they trying to take all his dough, man. I mean, he already did his jail time, and yeah, they already got some money up. out of him. Yeah, they want they want, they want it all. They want him to feel. Want... <laughs> man, they really just they really just trying to do the hoochie coochie to him. You know, they want. Him I to mean, the whole the whole industry. The whole industry, I mean, they're taking his shows off the TV. They got O.J. Simpson shows that's still on TV. Why are they taking bills out? Hey, man. Bill, you know, because Bill uh, personified, you know, the best part of American life. You know what I mean? Bill, you know, Bill was, um, was you know, applauded for who he was and 
you know, Bill talked about black men being deadbeat fathers and, you know, and illiterate black kids. You know, Bill said some shit, right? Yeah, he did. So, so Bill made himself better than everybody. Oh. And you went from being better than everybody to being... Hey, you guys. Come here. I wish you were some ice cream. <laughs> That's a cold game, man. You think Bill was doing drugs and taking them quaaludes himself, too? You know, no, I think Bill was getting hit. You know, I think Bill might have been sipping on some cognac on their ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, was, Bill, Bill was right here. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's about, I can't wait. Yeah. It's, about to, it's about to kick in in ten, nine, eight. Damn. Damn. He getting naked. He gets naked when it's kicking in, Jay. <laughs> I really think, I really think he was a necrophiliac. You know, a necrophiliac <laughs> like to have sex, like have sex with, with dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be kicking in in 10. Let me go and get these shoes off right now. <laughs> and that ain't no fun. No, but, you know, but for, it ain't fun for regular for regular dudes that need, you know, but for a dude who, who you know, who find pleasure and a woman, you know, um, Necrophiliac and it's the bomb. Yeah, yeah. You see how smooth Bill uh, Bill sounded, Kente. You didn't you didn't hear how Bill? He said, "Yeah." Because <laughs> hmm. I think Bill was cold like that. I ain't got no respect for it. I don't. Want, I don't want no. Coochie from a girl who don't want to give it to me. Said, keep your little stinky ass coochie. I don't need it like that. Not even no passed out drunk. No, I don't want nothing. She could be buzzing, though. She could be buzzing like a motherfucker. Yeah. Can't say you just told on yourself one love. <laughs> ah, shit, I told the truth. I don't care. I told the truth. So you, so you kind of agree with Bill then? I said you can be buzzing, but to be I drunk. Mean, in other words, yeah. in other buzzing. words, why be with a past? No, no. See, Bill, well, he's necrophiliac, and what you know. And I said hey, that ain't no fun. And I said about being passed out drunk, that wouldn't be fun either because a lifeless body wouldn't be fun to have sex with to me. 
I mean, wouldn't you like to see the fuck faces and all? <laughs> I can't tell you sick, man. <laughs> you, a you a different kind of motherfucker. I know you one of them daylight motherfuckers, too. <laughs> a what? <laughs> you one of them motherfuckers to be on daylight, nigga. You you don't kill them, you just squib them. <laughs> Shoot, I'll leave them. Uh, Shoot, I wouldn't be on no dateline over no woman. You crazy? They'll call you. They'll call you the buzzball man. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They call me like they call me. Their morning Joe. Good morning, Joe. This nigga got a name already. I didn't have a name. I didn't make it up. <laughs> you never, you never been told anything like that, Ali. Yeah, no, married, I'm though, not married, but one woman say. Yeah, me and Reese was laying there in the bed, and we got to take it, and, and we thought about Ali. Nigga, shut your ass up, nigga, before I put you on mute. I'm going to your motherfucking ass, nigga. Hey, 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 Zinger Finger, what made you want to get on me today, Zinger Finger? Get your chocolatey, luscious little fingers. Chocolatey, luscious fingers. Did you call him Zinger Fingers? Did you call him Zinger Fingers? What the fuck? Yeah, the chocolate, the chocolate twinkies. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. You got them Zinger Fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it goes that way when you're not in it. 
because it seemed pretty cool when Reese came in because I enjoyed when Reese was here yesterday. Hey, nigga, Fuck don't forget up. who on the board right now because we a mutual and I do exactly well, what Fred just, said do, nigga. Letting you know about no, that. nigga, I see how you try to turn it around, nigga. Fred, you want me to mute this nigga, Fred? No. Fred, you want me to mute this nigga? No, let him live. Let us ask. Okay, okay, I'm gonna let you live. I knew peaceful conversation wasn't gonna last long. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> oh. definitely gonna mute that. I'm gonna definitely mute that motherfucker. Yeah. Why are you gonna mute me? Well, for you, if they know somebody listening, they get along. But shit, if it's three in the room, that motherfucker they go cloud, cloud, cloud. Yep. Shit. Too many. Yeah, I, yesterday was only I only spoke when Reese would speak up because it was what he was saying. You know the shit he yeah, was talking. That, his, yeah, his propaganda. You had Beckman. Whoa, you had Beckman about to shit on himself. Oh well, you had him crying, and then you get then you apologized, Fred. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, Fred? On here apologizing <laughs> for? Man, where that shit come from, man? Oh, oh man, you gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I'm going to be on Channel I'm going to Play hey, that so, shit on my job. Hey, not in heaven. You gotta go for help, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I said, shit, Lord, if you just let me Good get this to that man, I'm sorry. My fuck, yeah. please. Oh, Come on, man. You telling me sorry? Oh, my God. Uh, did, you oh, God. God. Did, did you hear what he told you? you did you hear what he oh, told no, you the next exactly. day? It was Did you hear what Beckman, Beckman said about you the next day, Fred? Yeah, you know the very next you? day. The very he said, he next said day. He suckered you. He said he suckered you. <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did with Keone one time. You know, when, when, when all of us met up there in the Bay Area, you know, when we went to Jay's uh, uh, up there at Yoshi's, and then so yeah. we met, and, and then, you know, uh, Beckman, you know, all of us is, you know, cordial with each other because of Jay. You know, he was the liaison. <laughs> so everything was cool. You know what I'm saying? And then so everything was cool and, and everything. And then so Beckman and, and uh, you know, that's when I, uh, Keone, you know, he was entrepreneurial. You know, he had his business, promoting his business stuff and talking to Beckman. <laughs> So they had their own conversation. And so, you know, me and Keone talking on the way back. And, you know, he's telling me how Beckman kind of cool and his partner. I said, man, let me tell you something, man. This is how I told him. <laughs> I said, man, let me tell you something, man. Man, don't take that shit for no motherfucking value, man. I told him, I said, no, man, they pretty good. I said, I said, all right, man. I left it alone. I left it the next day, Fred. He come talking about Keone on the fucking airways, man. Talking about oh, how shit. he wanted it. Yeah, talking about something like how he wanted everybody biscuit on their plate and all that shit. And, you know, got talking all that bullshit. <laughs> and so I told you, man. And then he found out, you know, because they was calling him the fat professor or something, the nutty professor or some shit. 
And, uh, you know, he comes comes target. And then you, the next day, he told you, I conned you after you apologized and shit, man. You can't that motherfucker was so crying like a bitch. He was crying like crying a bitch. Like a Boy, bitch. I felt so bad for him. I felt so bad. Did. I say, man. Check it out, man. When something happened to America, you see how they really get emotional. You see how they get emotional and they, and they form alliances. See, remember, remember when 9-11 came, everybody had their flag out? Remember that shit? Got got yeah. emotional. You remember that shit? Remember everybody? Remember everybody would have their flag out on their fucking house. Nine eleven. Do you remember? Did they have flags out on? Yeah, the- I remember. I remember. You remember I that remember. shit? And now everybody hates America. Yeah. So so yeah. now that lets you see, you know, that alliance, that love, it lets it out. How he really go? If you hit him with the right way, see, I'll be slicing and dicing. Read. They they get they. They say what they want to say to me. You just gotta absorb that shit, knowing that in the long run you're gonna be right. You know, you're going to be right in the long run, but they're going to get theirs. But the cream is going to rise to the top. And just like now, they know they don't know what to do because how did those, how did David hit Goliath on the head with a rock like that? That's what they're trying to figure out. How was Israel's intelligence breached? How did those people attack them on the land when you're being funded by the biggest, the most powerful arms in the world. How did they do it? That's what they're trying to, that's why they got to get a speaker of the house, man, because they can't handle their business. All they said, it was a surprise. It was a surprise. Oh, I don't know. I'm cyber, cyber, them motherfuckers did that shit, man. And Jay just had uh, on the other day. He talked about when Reese brought up something about uh, I don't know if it was about revolution or something like this. And I said, "What about Castro?" See, Castro did that bear pigs thing. You know, hit him unexpected with some shit. You know what I'm saying? And now they came in there unexpected and got fucked up. And now you see Reese, Beckman, New York City. Have you noticed what's happening in New York City? Do you see the the, the Palestinians and the, and the Jews in New York City right now? Yeah. Do you see that? Can I tell you something? That there were there were Hasidic Jews yesterday. I saw a reporter was talking to some Hasidic Jews, and the Hasidic Jews were 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 siding with fucking Hamas, with the Palestinians. You feel me? Which is crazy. So, you know, there's division going on. They want to talk about how black people divided. This whole war is a white man's war. Even before what's happening, what's happening in Israel has been right now. You really got what you, what Ukraine and Russia and America and and the the empire, Britain Empire. Them is European. Them is white people, man. This is World War Three, man. 
World War Three, they got to know who is going to represent them crackers. I'm telling you, man, who is going to be Churchill? Who is going to be uh, 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 the other boy uh, 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 that was president of uh, uh, who was the fucking uh, uh, Roosevelt? That motherfucker? Who in the fuck was praying? Who's going to be that motherfucker? Who going to represent white people when it comes down to it in the next war? That's what this is about. And now they sign with, they fucking over China because China is a superpower. So it's, this is all about superpowers. So the Asian superpower is go side with the with the Palestinian superpower, which is go side with the African superpower. And what this form is a block, a block in how you think. Now, so so now you got the European, which is Russia is really on America's side. When it comes down to this, Russia and America is gonna come together. That shit, because the only thing that shit is about is Putin taking over land, man. He want his land back, and that's what the white man is all about, man. That's what he about, man. How they go get mad at him for taking land? When that's that's Mm. when the white man, that's what they're about. And Trump want to be like him. Trump want to be just like him. That's why, you know, he, he putting on them airs, you know, on that gangster shit. You know, and then they don't give a fuck about, Y'all ain't fearful London, about what's going the British on, no? Empire. They wouldn't even go to his coronation. Uh, Biden said, "Fuck you! You're not the king of kings." All the all the dignitaries of the world, when Selassie got coronated, came and said, "You're the king of kings." All of them, because that's what the script says. Every knee shall bow and tongue confess that you are the king of kings. And when Hala Selassie, you know about that, Ali. You know about Selassie. Of course you do. Your father was part of that. You know, when Selassie sat on the throne, when King David and Sheba, or Solomon, when Solomon and Sheba fucked, they had a baby. And that lineage came to Ethiopia. That's what happened, man. He he gave a baby to her. He left like all of us do, you know, and went back to his kingdom and left a baby with her. And that baby was royalty. And that throne in Ethiopia was royalty. And on that throne came a king. And that's why Malcolm, I mean, uh, Marcus Garvey said, Look to Africa for kings will come from from there. Then here comes Selassie. See, this is how our prophets still live. Them same prophets in the book. Tupac was a prophet. It's all going on right now. It's in our music. That's where the J. King said the message. This album was the message. It was about the message. The, the living God still lives in us, and the message is in the music. You just got to have the right lyrics, you know, and that's what they're trying to squash. That's why you're celebrating 50 years now, you know. But anyway, this war that's going on, 
is is a white man's war to try and find out who's gonna have the power. And now America is all fucked up because it knows that it's gonna have to give money, and it's funding Ukraine, who uh, is fighting in their own house. And white people fight, so now they're gonna have to figure that shit out because they don't want. They're gonna have to figure out who to get the money to. Israel, Ukraine. Israel got Israel saying, "Fuck you! I want that money." Ukraine said, "But we need that money." Israel said, "Fuck you! I need that. I, it's war. Give me the money." And what Americans say, "We're gonna give them the money, no matter what Ain't they that need." A bit. They already sent troops over there. And let me they, ask you they something, call kid, them, They called them. Let me advisors. ask you something, man. They got advisors going over there right now. What's let me that? ask you something, bro. Now they you you said they didn't give them by how many how many billions? You mean so who, uh, uh, didn't they say eighty? No, no, no how much did they how much did they give to Ukraine and all these other countries recently? How much money all together would you say? It was? Oh yeah, man, all together, man, you got to add it all up, man. Weapons, you know, at yeah, I know, but just give me a ballpark there. figure. Just give me a figure. How much you think it is? Over like how many? Over six hundred billion dollars. Okay, let me ask you this: How much you think reparations is to the black people? They can't. There, there is no number. They need to just give us America. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you think? Do you think the money that they gave? Do you think the money that they gave to these countries would have would have covered the reparations to the black folks? No. All together. No, no absolutely not. You don't because think no billions would have did it? No, because you're giving a country a portion of your money. If you're able to give them a portion of your money, that means you still got a lot of money. You able to give portion here and portion there, you still got a lot. No, that's not enough. Nope. It ain't you can't even name the number. Just give up. Just that's what you just give up. You were wrong from the beginning. You're not doing the correct things now or it wouldn't be wars right. The only reason why it's a war right now is because of the Mediterranean. The Mediterranean Sea, the influence of the Jewish influence is being in jeopardy right now because the Muslims are taking over that region and Hamas is doing what black people should be doing here. Fighting is little old Gaza saying, fuck you. And all these black people in America is siding with America. That's ridiculous. Let me ask you this thing, Kente. That's she why say, Carter G. She say it ain't enough. Bush, the miseducation of the Negro. Lauren Hill right. made her album about it. She said, "Let me ask you something, Kente." Yeah, man. Now, since she said that the money that they gave to Ukraine and all these other countries for war and weapons and all this other shit over the past, say, eight years, nine years, you say it ain't enough for reparations, right? There should be no number on reparations, right? There is no number. Exactly. He said that. I said there is. There is no number. Right. Why would you say something that? That was that's a that no. That's that ain't gonna happen. That's what I said. A number. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you how the story went. Let me tell you how the story went. Since I'm keep going by the script. You know when they did leave Fred, 
you know what they made out of all the money that they got? Remember how the story go? What they make? Story of when when uh, uh, the children of the Most High and the story of the Passover and Moses. They made a I'm gold. Not, I don't calf. know. They made a golden mm-hmm. calf. Remember, and Moses got mad. Okay. And said, I went up here to go talk to God, and y'all use all that gold that you didn't snatched and grabbed in America, I mean Egypt. You didn't use all that money that you got that I convinced them to give me the money, and y'all go build it. How did they get that money to make that That's gold? That's what I wanted to ask you. That's what I'm trying to ask you. So if you saying they that whatever they're giving us ain't enough, the, the biggest that they gave the other countries ain't enough, then should it be fair to say that black folks shouldn't say and never say, well, they're giving all the money to all the money countries, but they ain't gave us shit. So you think that people should stop saying that because it ain't enough? Well, the thing is, that part of it is over. It's judgment time, man. They didn't already fucked up. They didn't already, like you said, they ain't gave you nothing. And you got people today getting it just because of the atrocity happened to them on Friday or Saturday. Now they get repar- they getting atrocity money. They getting money to take care of people there, all kind of shit. But you still talking about well, we should get to man. Fuck that shit. It's judgment time. America got to be judged. You want to keep going on with giving them a chance, giving them a chance? Nope. It's the court date. Time's up, and they know time is up. And that's why uh, Winston Churchill, when he ended World War II, knowing he know the script, they know their time is up. It's us that don't know the sign at a time. That's what it is, because you don't know the book. You don't know your part in the story. You don't know your power. And that's what it's all about, what you don't know, the miseducation. It say my people perish for lack of knowledge, for not knowing. You don't know. They took the knowledge from you, and they using it for their advantage. And he said, and and. Uh, uh, Winston Churchill said when he ended World War II he said this is not the beginning nor is it the end but rather it's the beginning of the end because their time is up and he knew that fulfillment of them conquering in World War II because they took over what they did with their Hitler and and that Japanese emperor, uh, uh, Tojo, them motherfuckers came over there to try and take over Ethiopia, where the king was born. That's what hit, because in, in, in uh, uh, Mussolini, all them teamed up together. Like you see all these people, Hamas, you see uh, Iran, all those joints hooked up with each other. Then, like they hooking up now for this war, and you ain't even involved. Black people, they robbing what they doing. They got all the minerals to make the bombs in Africa. China has so much investment in uranium. America has so much investment. It ain't about diamonds in Africa. It's about uranium. It's about bombs. It's about being able to destroy. 
they did, they done bought up Africa, got all the minerals to continue with their story with Woodrow Wilson to complete the completion of the end. And that's what's taking place right now. So you got China, who is hated. Now they're going to start hating China. Everybody, you watch. They go, because China got that melanin, man. China, Humas, niggas, is going to be like-mindedness. You watch. That's what's going to take place. You're going to see it all day, taking along, and you're going to see it through wars. Look at the alliances like you see Reese point that I started all about Reese and Beckman's alliance right now. You can't trust them because when it comes down to their soul, it bleeds that bitch, America. They didn't fuck her. It's like, and, and, and it fucked them. Beckman talk about all the time how he wish it was like it was. No, America's fucked. It ain't gonna be like that more. Your your image of America has fallen, Beckman. You're in depression. And Reese is in depression just like it was when Trump lost his wasn't president anymore. You saw how he's crying down there on the show. Their world was falling apart. Well, I'm rejoicing because I see the fall of your world. And what comes next? A new world. Now that's how the story goes. This shit ain't gonna last forever. How can an infant nation like this last longer than Rome? No. How can it last longer than even Egypt was? No. It ain't gonna do it. It's, it can't make good decisions. They're all fucked up. America's fucked up right now. Its political atmosphere is bankrupt. That's why they got bombed. And they can't figure out because people took advantage of their, uh, how would I call it? Uh, it got to be a good word for this shit. Unqualified. What goes along with unqualified? Uh, not qualified. Uh, not adept. Uh, what is that word that goes with them motherfuckers? Stupid. Yeah, stupid too. You can use that. That's a that's a, that's a synonymous. <laughs> you know, you know that real call good it, word. Is, it, is, the word is, is illiterate, nigga. Illiterate. <laughs> like your motherfucking ass. <laughs> oh, Ali, you're definitely illiterate. The only book I would ever give you. Only book I would ever. Oh shit! Please don't start. I'm gonna show oh, you who illiterate. I, I ain't that motherfucking illiterate, nigga. I know how to put a push a mute button, nigga. My shit is tight, nigga. All the way around the board, nigga. Yeah, nigga. What you say, nigga? Yeah, that's what I thought. Your motherfucking ass. You see that nigga, the nigga himself, uh, Fred. Yeah. 
that nigga think he we can hear him. He muted himself, and he probably still talking with his illiterate oh, ass. I'm not talking, motherfucker. The fuck is wrong with you? I know what I'm doing. I'm getting out of my car. About to go drink some of this piss. About to piss. Oh, I got a cup right here. You know what I'm about to do, Ali. I'm getting pissy drunk today. Handle your business, man. Just don't go to jail, nigga. When you at the park, nigga, with the kids running around. <laughs> do that shit. <laughs> this nigga in the parking lot, in the car, peeing in a jar. There you go. Look at him. Look at Fred, in the parking lot at the basketball gym, just whipped his shit out because he parked backwards, right? So he could see out, and he got his dangler out pee in a jar in the, in the car, and then he going to zip his Looking shit back up and just start drinking on pee. Looking oh, you have an imagination. Ali, <laughs> yeah, since we here talking and all bullshit. Yeah. Why the fuck do you cuss so much on this show? And mutiny nigga, you know, like, I'm going to tell you why I cuss so much on this show, too, nigga. Now what? Don't worry about it, nigga. Don't worry about why I cuss so much on this show. I got to handle you demonized niggas. That's why. You got a problem with it, nigga? Something See? wrong with how I talk to you motherfuckers? No, man. You fucked up, Ali. You know, you, you called always, me at you four. You me, You man. called me. You come you over here, you go against me. No, man, you called at 2 in the morning, 10, kids. I didn't talk to you at no 2 in the morning, nigga. Well, what time was it, Kali? What time was nigga, it? it was, nigga, it was motherfucking 4 in the afternoon, nigga. Okay, you called me at 4 in the afternoon lying to me. Why did you What'd do I say? that, Ali? What did I what say? Said, man. Come on, man. Come on. You got to be real with this shit, man. Because, you know, you and I were supposed to do some things, man. And you fucked it up. You know, but you and I was really supposed to do some things. You, but keep, you fucked it up. Must be, you must be really hurt about that because you keep bringing it up. No, I keep bringing it up because it's supposed to fuck you up. Well, it ain't fucking me up. I'm happy. Yeah, it fucked you up because... No, fuck you. I'm all the way happy. My life is great. I don't have a problem. You come over here and you prove your hip- hypocrisy. And that's well, you know, where, everybody, you know, I like everybody got a hypocrisy about them. Everybody well, you got let a yours hypocrisy. be known. You let yours be known because I mean, you, that's you right. That's that. right. I'm going to let you know the truth. As soon as I walk in, yeah, you call yourself yeah, that's a reverend, right. but you that's right. Because what you do here ain't got nothing to do well, with my belief in your word spirit. is bankrupt. That means your well, word so is what? bankrupt. That's your, that's your judgment. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's not my judgment. It's your action. Well, that's great. I'm glad you believe in that. It's not great, Ali. It's fucked up. It's wonderful, it's man. Great. I'm living a great life. I got people food. food. I don't, they don't know what's going to go with me. Reverend. That's wonderful. It's not supposed to be all about It's supposed to be about the people, Reverend. Nah, man. I'm not, not that kind you. of I'm not, I'm not that kind of Reverend. You heard Jay play my clip this morning. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like Harold. You're Harold Camping. I'll call you Harold Camping. All right, well, call okay. me whatever you want to call me. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them reverends that'll call a bitch a bitch in a minute, nigga. Well, all right. 
Well, I can call mm-hmm. a bitch a bitch, but you're yeah. you're, you're, a, you're a hypocrite. Well, uh, whatever you want to call, call a bitch a bitch. Whatever, you can say whatever you want to say. When the people well, see I me, did. they know I what they, a, they, get they get love for me when they see me in person. They get hugs. They get good spirits. They get help. They get good vibes. They want to talk to me. They want me to talk to them. It's a communion amongst us. You know what I'm saying? On the radio, I'm just being a radio guy. You know, so I don't understand what you're trying to, you know, falsify about me, my brother. Well, I'm not trying to do it. It's what you did. You're a wolf. Hey, man, I ain't doing anything, brother. I don't know what no, you're, you're talking about. I tell you what, I'm a, I'm a real muter on the radio, too. I'm a super muter, you know. And I, sometimes you just have to mute brothers when they just seem to keep talking against you and trying to find clever ways to do it, you know. And, and, and with Kente, he always try to find a so, clever way to so talk about you. Are you a, are you a false prophet? Is that what he's trying to say? Uh, 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 I don't know what he's prophet? trying to say. No, he, he's mad because on the radio I act one way, but in person, you know, I get love and hugs and the people, you know, they like my music, you know, they like me, you know, I, they like my pictures, you know, and then Kente get mad because I'm over here and I be having to cuss out these demons over here that be bothering me. You see what I'm saying? He got it uh-huh. twisted. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, thank you, Mark. So, you know, I, well, go ahead. And yeah, I don't want him to clarify anything. I don't want him to clarify nothing. He's already declared to fight it. And it seems well, like you're trying well, to get this again, like Jake. No, I'm not mad. I'm going to have to mute your ass too, Fred, because you're talking a little too much in the, in the last hour of power. Brother, you, you was quiet. You went to sleep. You took a nap. And now you want to get up after you done had one of your zinger fingers. Now you want to get over here and start talking shit. Fucking with me. No, brother, brother, brother. Listen, brother. I'm just a man of the cloth, and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> you ain't a man of the cloth. Not on this radio show, you ain't. You might be the man of the cloth <laughs> off the radio. That's what I'm trying to explain to this clown. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. I know how to shut you up, man of the cloth. Check that out. Now you're the man of the mute, nigga. Now. <laughs> you man of the cloth. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a false prophet, man. No, he ain't. That man didn't Well, I, you know, I just tried to reach out to you because I was going to put you on the uh, prayer list and see if me, uh, me and Mother Johnson uh, maybe stop by and bring you some groceries over there. You don't need no groceries from you, my brother. I got my own groceries in organic and my greenhouse. You grow your garden outside. It ain't protected. You you, you got pesticides and shit like that on, on your fruit. Well, we don't want you to have your laundry over the air. You know, Sister uh, Polite said that you come by your house the other evening and uh, you was looking all like you was looking at the dressing stuff. You know, uh, oh well, yeah. You know, when any time you send a sister to Reverend Ali's house, you know I'm gonna have to pull off that dangler on as soon as she touches my doorknob or my doorbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go to taking it that far. You know, she's a widow. Uh, 
far as I can go with it, man. As far as I can go. She coming to my house. She's coming to the Reverend house. She's going to be coming to Ziggler. Well, she's a little she big, and she got, you know, when she back it up, she say, beep, 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 you know. Oh, no, 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 we just we just never seen anything like you. Mm, well, good. That's good. You ain't going to never see nothing like me. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to never see me messing with nothing big on my property. Yeah. Well, you have a mouth of a Satan or a, Satan, or a snake or a serpent. No, I got a mouth. I got a mouth of a sword. I slay these demons every time I see them. No, you got a big mouth. You oh, you got to have a big mouth to slay these demons every time they speak up and throw spears at you. Oh, is that what you do? That's what that's what that's what happens you, when I. I thought it was just you using the mute button. I thought that's. And you was. do the mute button to do that? Yeah, do it. That, that's one button. of my ways of quieting you. You uh, ratchet. You're nothing. Pesticide you're nothing. ass niggas. You're nothing. You. You're like the Wizard of Oz. I get rid of you, you pesticide-ass niggas, with that mute button. Yeah, you're nasty. Y'all niggas is toxic. You some toxic. Y'all motherfuckers is like antifreeze. You antifreeze, Kente, and this other nigga over there is Pofaval with his punk ass. You niggas is toxic. Drugs. <laughs> nigga, don't worry about it, nigga. But Depravan, nigga, that's what it is. That's the shit that you uh, nigga. You, that's you like the drugs. How you know about that? Nigga, that ain't no psych drug. That ain't no psych drug, you ignorant ass nigga. You was another ignorant You on drugs, man? Man, you been, they been giving you drugs, man, sir. Nigga, you on drugs. No, Fred is on drugs. Fred Drugs. <laughs> That's the name of the goddamn drugstore. It's called Fred Drugs. Yeah, they be running out. I wish they could you ain't never been to Fred's. You ain't never been to Fred's Drugs. <laughs> Don't say that kind of stuff on the phone, man. I'm not into that. They got a store down here in San Diego. It's a pharmacy. It's called Fred's Drug Store. I, I ain't gonna even bite. Come on down here, nigga. When you come down here and get off the airplane, I'm gonna take you over there to Fred's Drugstore, so nigga, see if you can find you something in there that might be appealing to you. They sell glasses. They sell glasses. They sell peach snapples. They sell Kotex, nigga. They got it all at Fred's Drugstore. With your punk ass. They even sell ginger ale at Fred's Drugstore. <laughs> what do you sell? What do you sell? I sell, I sell dreadlocks. I sell sage and dreadlocks. That's what I sell, nigga. 
Nigga, I, nigga, head shut head. up, nigga. I sell dreadlocks, sage, and cigars, nigga. Oh, you buy one of mine, nigga. I got the real deal, nigga. I got you the real cigars, nigga. You got that drugs. shit they get in you southern niggas. They southerning you niggas up with them fake-ass cigars, nigga. I got the real deal, nigga. Bring your big ass on high head to Cali, nigga, and smoke a real <laughs> cigar. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they've been saw, they've been giving you niggas half cut cigars in the, the New Orleans for years, nigga, just to keep you hey, niggas down. Charles, don't come to California to smoke a cigar with him, because he he came to California to smoke. The nigga, some, shut your bunch. motherfucking ass he up, nigga. Yo ass, nigga, you on me, nigga. Shut up, nigga. That's how I let that nigga have it. Shut your punk ass up. Yeah, nigga. That's how you shut a nigga up real quick. You talking all that shit, nigga. Who you? You ain't gonna get that out, nigga. Come on, man. Let him say what he gotta say, man. Yeah, nigga. Fuck with nigga, shut your ass up. You want something too, Fred? I'ma let him say what he gotta say, nigga. Right after I put your punk ass on mute. And uh, Big Charles, you want something too, nigga? Nah? Speak up, nigga. I tell you, boy. You and that motherfucker. Speak up, Big Charles. You want some of this, nigga? I hear you laughing, nigga. Yeah, he said he was going to smoke a bud and, and he smoked a pebble. So if he tell you come smoke a cigar, he'll hand you a cigarette. That's what he's going to do. He didn't put no weed in the motherfucking blood, man. That nigga did Yeah, he'll he be there put smoking no weed cigarettes in the with A cigar is too classy and big for him, Charles. Don't trust him. He's a hypocrite. Don't trust his word. He's a false prophet. He's a retarded reverend. And, you, and, he, and he puts it on display on this show all the time. He got a show? Well, he, well, he takes over. He tried to take over. He has a show, but tried to take over this one. He fucked up on his show. He fucked up on the one that he had it. Now he got it. He's still trying to hold oh, it's on. The to Reverend, it. the Reverend Ollie. Oh, he's a the retarded Reverend. I told you, it, all he had to do is he tried to keep the name. He should change the name, but he go. He should name it the Retarded Rev Show, and and it was it the was it was viral. Yeah, the Retarded Rev. It got a catch to it, and he have a yellow canary <laughs> bus as his logo. <laughs> And he has his hat tilted like, and he has his hat tilted like Mac Dre. You know what I mean? I'll be back in the world when. What you say? What you say? He got a, a bus like a party Follow G. 
G-O-D Don't be mad at me He's got the power to give you what you ought to be Get started, bring your heart in peace You reap what you sow And you sow what you reap Peace. Before I was reached, I was blinded But never reclined it Whenever God sent a sign, I kept the faith to find it I gotta dab, scripture is like that I do the gospel rapping, I can never look back I'm not here for the fame I'm not ashamed to turn down the blame blame I'll do jury, man Don't roll on them things Love women's names, but not for the body swing Love God enough to make that change Keep pushing, who cares what they thinking Who cares what they taking Man, I'm just saying, huh You question me and the rhymes I speak All praise to God, through Jesus is easy You can't take my life Taking true to wake the core of the street Pushing forward to peace I'm proving who's been making war with the beast I'm moving more than just the east I'm all over the compass And these opponents never cease How they be hoping to stop us But we the overcomers and the conquerors Kill a Cali, do a die, home, drop bone In the valley of the shadow of death See, I'm fearing no evil, just venting while I'm representing what? For more people, equal rights And that's just how bomb it's gonna be When it's no Jew, no Greek, no bond, no free No matter how high the temptation is priced The generation, man, we all one nation in Christ But sometimes I might get a little grimy doubt But this enemy ain't got enough to buy me out So try me out, brother Cam tested and proven I got that YG clout Yeah, yeah, what's going on? It's Saturday, no kickstands live and direct. Saturday today is uh, December the, what is it, December the 19th. Man, December is running fast, man, running real fast out here, you know, and uh, doing it and keeping pushing. And the year is going, and supposedly the year is going. You know, I, I keep trying to tell people all the time, you know, you know, I don't be living out there in that, in that flesh like that. You know, folks is all caught up. Some of them say they they live in the in the inside, then they be talking about the outside. I'm like, man, I, be, I thought you was the inside brother or sister. But every time I hear you talking, or see you posting, or hear you wherever you at in person, you're always talking about the outside and things of the outside. You know, and talking about what they somebody told them or what they read. Somewhere or something like that I'm like man what you mean what you read What you read is on the outside That's not the inside That ain't the spirit You know and so I'll be trying to let folks know man Don't get it twisted man Don't get out here and get caught up In all this riffraff that Satan got folks Jumping in and out of On a daily basis man You know on a daily basis Man if you're going to be whole Be all the way whole Stay all the way home, man. Don't get caught up in the preacher, preacher, preacher. They be trying to do it like horses. He's the preacher. He's running in the spirit. He's not talking in the spirit. Okay. Come on, man. You heard? No, no book Where you, you get read, this at, man? No church you went to. That's him. No, none of that that's stuff him. you heard from no minister. That's how yeah, he, he shows you. Most that's how he shows to your spirit. He put his shows. When his shows you get there, yeah. you're gonna be confused. Twenty four seven. Seven days a week. Right now. Year after year, or whatever number yeah, that make you so-called government gives you about when Christmas comes and what date it is. Man, miss me with all that, man. 
you know, for real, man. Miss me with all that drama, man. You wonder why you lost and you can't get ahead because you keep turning on the TV, listening to so-called scientists. They don't know nothing about your spirit. They don't know nothing about how the Most High created you. They don't know nothing about that. So why are you listening to folks tell you something about something they don't know about? Why are you reading a book about somebody, somebody read some author and their advice and their opinion about what they think and you putting that to yours? Because you say it's similar. See why he, I mean, the most high didn't make you similar. Yeah. Rev Ali here, man. Yeah. That's my little rant, you know what I'm saying? Rev Ali lies. He don't want to buy a fucking You just can't say you out there, great brother. What's up, man? We don't want nobody, man. I know one thing you do. You mute your song more than J.K. King mute you on Kings in the Morning, man. I was into your rapping, man. What's up, man? You cut it off early. What's oh, up? it's not an all-day song. You know, it's just an intro, man. You know, it's not a play the whole thing. You know what I mean? You know, it's just an intro. Come on in, bang, do my thing. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it ain't. It ain't like I'm supposed to play a, it ain't it ain't really a music show, you know, I just happen to play music. You know, I didn't feel like asking people to make no jingles or no any kind of songs for me. I you know, I make my own music. So I just play a couple of my little tracks to bring my bring the show in and, and play a little tracks along the show. You know how it is, man. I ain't you know well, if it was a rap, a rap show. Well yeah, you know, if it was a rap show I'd be you know, it'd be like a Rev Ali rap show. You know, <laughs> and then you were hear nothing but rap songs with Rev Ali or stuff. But I ain't doing it like that, you know. I ain't trying to, you know, uh, get ten thousand people to give me a hundred dollars for my uh, project, so then I can give them, you know, uh, practice uh, tracks. How much do this shit lyrics. cost you? <laughs> is this oh, free, I mean, man? I kind of. I, 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 yeah, how how much do this shit? This is what he how, knows. How, what's what's the name of the Ali show? Gil Scott Heron was a 
one of the first rappers to yeah, me. Smoke you know what I'm saying? Uh, Blow, Blowfly. You remember Blowfly? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Blowfly. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, so when they talk about rap, you know, I'm saying, wait a minute, man, you know, to, to go back, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back. Hey, you, you heard of the Paul Rogers teachers? Oh, yeah, Paul Rogers uh-huh. came later on. You know, I like I like mm-hmm. that group. They was they was rapid, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know, I come from all that on, on the, on the you know, in the L.A., you know, with the Uncle Jam's Army and the, you know, Toddy T's and the, you know, saying Miss Master Spades, you know, real, real yeah. rap, real, real music, real, real tracks, right. real people, you know, people that really right. lived in the neighborhood that they was talking about. They wasn't no, I mean, they had record deals, <laughs> but they really came from the streets. They ain't like some of these later on rappers that be wearing khakis and hats and, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and crocus sacks and ain't never seen a hood in their life, but on the record and the picture that they took, you know what I mean? Right. This is an Ali takeover. Yeah, but the number here is our show. So, you know, you can hit the number one, you know, 515-605-9376. You know, I'm letting folks in if they want to talk today, if they want to say something. You got something you want to say. Go ahead and push the one after you call that number. No kickstands live and direct with me, myself, Reverend Ali, and my great brother, Yusuf Kente, that you hear right there. So we are here with your big you said we got a caller calling from a caller. What's going on, six, me, six, one, three, four, nine. What's going on with it, man? Tell us what it is, man. Oh, it's no kickstand radio. I had to call in and check on my hip hop spiritual son, the Rev Ali. This is Scotty. <laughs> Scotty D, man, Scotty D. What's going on with you, man? The OG Scotty D from Compton. You know what I'm saying? And and put all the sweatsuits together. You know, he had all the Elise and Fila sweatsuits. Yusuf Kente, he's the, he's the maker for Houdini and Run DMC when they used to come down back in the 80s. OG, tell us what's going on with you today on your Saturday, man. Uh, my Saturday, man, I got to call in no kickstand and check on my spiritual little bro. You know what I'm saying? Now he's a, he ain't my little bro no more because I call him for advice. So, hey, brother, man, I love you, man. I just want to call in and show some love. Keep on doing what you're doing. No kickstand. I love the topic. I love the whole, the whole, everything that you're doing from the beginning to the end. Play a little bit of that snippet. You know, Gaylord hit us with the snippet. Put a little snippet on them. You know, tease them a little bit, make their mouth salivate a little bit. You get ready for the big picture. Keep doing what you're doing, Red. That's all I call to say, man. I love you. And, uh, you know, guns up. Stay safe. Guns up, mask on. <laughs> That's right, OG. Where you at, man? You in Cali? Are you out? Are you out north, up north, man? Down I'm south, up, I mean. I'm on the highway. I'm on the highway on my way to the, you know on my way to Cali. You know, I gotta come check on my folks, man. I'm trying to fly to San Diego this time. I got a few extra days this time, Red. You know, you put that out there in the atmosphere. Put it in prayer so I can come uh, drink a kombucha, eat some of that bomb food with you, man. Lose about another half a pound or something, because I'm, I'm down to my regular high school uh, weight chart weight. Scotty V was 260, right. 90 pounds. I'm down to like 198. Ugh. I could touch the ground with both my hands flat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
No uh, how, how old are you, man? How, how old are you? Breathing all hard, and they got to go down. I'm like, oh, man, I touch my toe, and I can go all the way down with my hand flat, man. I'm like, how old are you? Most, I'm 58, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, oh, that's 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 Yusuf Kente, uh, uh, Scotty D, Scotty D. That's Yusuf Kente, Yusuf Kente. That's Scotty D, uh, Yusuf Kente. Yeah, I know from the uh, out in Sacramento, man. From the uh, uh, you know, from the from the Heights, Sacramento, okay, man. After, after I jump off with no kickstand, I'm going to verses. I got to see two show me forty go down with down in history right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. One more. And he down there doing it. Yeah, Scotty, an OG right, man. He, he, Scotty brought me up in cool the streets. He was Kente when I was twenty, man. Oh, we yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stuff. all good. I, I know that's one thing. That's one thing that I would always measure myself by, as if is if I can touch the ground with my t- with my fingers and with with my palms, like you said, with the palms palm, of your hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. One love to you, yeah. Scotty. Brother Scotty. Same to you, Yusuf. Hey, what's up, Ray? I'm going to let y'all go on and continue on with the topic. I didn't hit about 10 people real quick, you know. But I, I just actually uh, took a nap. I had to pull over and take a nap, man, because I can't be paying up no brand new truck on this highway. A little snow out here, you know. Every place I've been so far, I see the, you know, the miracles of the Most High God. And he continued to let my eyes be open, you know, just to travel this world and go through all the stuff we've been through and see it and understand that the outcome thing to do with man is all spiritual, bro. And then right now, Woo! the most man is showing off. He lying. Come on. When the last time you heard of all the planets lining up on the 21st? When the last time you heard of all? Oh, this is this is it's so amazing to me to be in, got woke at the right time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the most high touched me at the right time for me to keep my eyes open, even my third eye. I'm not one of the brothers uh can't see out of both their eyes and blinding the other one. All of my stuff is wide open, man. Even my, you know, this brother messing with Rev, you know, me and Rev was in all the worst restaurants, Red Lobster, all that stuff, man. Now he's telling me how to eat, to live. I'm looking at the books, and I'm reading them, and I'm not just reading them. I'm, I'm actually doing the work. And I start doing the work, you know, sacrificing myself, you know, as a guinea pig so I can tell others, look at me. I'm not just talking. I don't have no guy. I'm not diabetic. Why you lose all that weight? Because I tried to. I did. (laughs) 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 It's funny. I just lose weight. He must be sick. I am. I'm sick of eating that. (laughs) (laughs) They got that transmitter food out there now. Them them chickens ain't chickens that like like they was back in the seventies. Them chickens is something else. <laughs> I just heard something today. My my son in law shot me a thing about the planets lined up on the twenty first and everybody who been eating all the meat, everybody's gonna be radioactive and the planet's gonna pull them off. I'm like, where y'all get this information from, man? God the most high God don't play no games. Ain't gonna mm-hmm. be no fiction, no crucifixion, none of that. It's gonna be all this what everybody's going through right now. Man will destroy itself. If right. If we right. like, want to take the vaccine, either Farrakhan or Fauci. Which one is going to be? Farrakhan or Fauci? It's <laughs> 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 crazy, you know, crazy mixed up words like a rap song, man. It really do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, some hip hop in it, boy. Yeah, Rob, oh, I appreciate oh. you, man. I appreciate you, man. You, you you know, you be careful on that highway coming from down south to Cali, man. You know, I'm right here if you need me. You know where I am, and you know, yeah, if I got to meet you on the highway to give you a high five, I'll meet you on the 10 and the uh, 15, give you a high five. <laughs> yeah, well, I know actually I came from New York. I had to go check on my boy DJ D up there in, in, in the Bronx, man. I got him in a big battle with all the West Coast. 